News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. In the midst of an ongoing lawsuit, the Supreme Court is poised to rule on abortion pill restrictions. Justices are expected to issue an order today in a fast-moving case from Texas in which abortion opponents are seeking to roll back FDA approval of the drug Mifepristone, which won approval in 2000. Conditions on the drug's use have been loosened in recent years, including making it available by mail in states that allow access. The Biden administration and the drug maker want the Supreme Court to reject limits on Mifepristone's use imposed by lower courts. I'm Julie Walker. Released on bond, an 84-year-old Kansas City, Missouri man due for arraignment today in the shooting of a black teenager. Andrew Lester has been charged with first-degree assault and armed criminal action. An investigation underway following a deadly parking garage collapse in New York City. One person was killed, five people injured. Cars were crushed as the concrete floors fell on top of each other like a stack of pancakes. Bystander video showing cars hanging precariously from a buckled-up deck of the three-story building. Liam Gaeta described a fearsome rumbling followed by screams. Uh, it felt like an earthquake. It was like you heard the sound and then we got evacuated. Mayor Eric Adams said one worker was trapped on an upper floor, had to be rescued via a neighboring roof. And at this time, this building is completely unstable. Firefighters had to pull out because of the danger, conducting searches instead with a drone. I'm Julie Walker. North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un says his country has built its first ever military spy satellite, says it will be launched on an undisclosed date. On Wall Street, stocks are lower, the Dow's down 126 points, and Nasdaq off 74. More on these stories at townhall.com. Sleep Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. There's been a deadly hospital fire in Beijing. 26 of the 29 people killed said to be patients. The deputy head of the city's Fengtai district says a nurse, a medical assistant and a family member also died. The fire at the hospital that broke out on Tuesday afternoon forced dozens of people to evacuate, including some who escaped from windows using bedsheets tied together. The cause of the fire is under investigation, but officials say they believe it originated from welding sparks from work being carried out in one of the hospital's wings. Authorities have detained around 12 people, including the hospital's head and her deputy. I'm Charles Diladesma. A German labor union is calling on railway workers to stage an eight-hour strike tomorrow to back calls for an inflation-busting pay hike. News and analysis at townhall.com.
A big dinosaur will have a new home. Nearly 300 Tyrannosaurus rex bones that were dug up from three sites in the United States and assembled into a single skeleton have sold at auction for $6.1 million in Switzerland. Crafted into an open-mouth pose, the T-Rex, named Trinity, and measuring 38 feet long and nearly 13 feet high, came in below the anticipated range of nearly $9 million in Zurich. The composite skeleton with 292 bones was a showpiece of that auction. John Scott reporting. The Iowa State Senate has passed a bill that would allow minors to work longer hours and in currently banned positions like serving alcohol at restaurants. Backers argue it would give children valuable opportunities to work and get paid. Opponents feared would result in more workplace injuries among kids. The Iowa House has yet to take up that bill. More on these stories at Town Hall. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. Welcome to the uh, Stu B. Ranch. We are going to have a special guest, the granddaughter of Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. That'll be coming up after the 11 o'clock news. So what's on your mind? Get it off your chest right now. It's a strange thing to say. Get it off your chest. Get it off your elbow. Our WICH weather, meteorologist Scott Haney in the Channel 3 Early Warning Forecast Centers is partly to mostly sunny, breezy, high 60. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, 42. Thursday, mostly cloudy early, perhaps an isolated shower, then becoming mostly sunny, low 42, high 70. Friday, sunny, low 52, 84 inland, 75 at the shore. Saturday, mostly cloudy with a high of 76. Sunday, look at I got the whole year's forecast here. Sunday, high 67. Monday, 62 for a high. And Tuesday, partly to mostly cloudy, high 62. So you can plan your next five days with our elongated weather forecast. Currently, it's moving up to uh, 48 degrees. This portion of our program is an open topic. I don't know about you, but I grew up as a cowboy, at least till I was 12. They had the holsters and the uh, all the toys that went along with the cowboys, Hopalong Cassidy, Roy Rogers, you name it. And we're going to get some inside information about the most popular cowboy ever, Roy Rogers. Coming up after the uh, 11 o'clock news. So, partners, we're looking forward to that. Don't you go riding your horse till you hear that. By the way, you can now get us on Alexa. After the show every day, all you have to do is to go to uh, your Alexa, which is, if you're not familiar with Alexa, you can ask Alexa any questions and she'll give you the answer to it. She also carries some shows and she'll be carrying our program. Just go to your Alexa and say, Alexa, play Stu Breyer's show. And if all goes well, she'll go right into it. Okay? That's something new. You can still get us on the podcast, of course, by going to WICH.com. All these little things are going on in my head right now. I know. Things used to be so simple, but they can be a lot more fun with the, some of the advantages. In other words, if you are in San Juan, 
and you'd like to hear the show sometime in the afternoon, you could say to your Alexa, Alexa, play Stu Breyer's show, and uh, she'll play it for you. There's no way you can escape me. Even if you're in Russia, but we don't recommend it. So what else is uh, going on with you? If you'd like to be number one today, 889-5252 is the number. Don't forget the 860, and we'll be back after a short break and get to some subjects for you. Hi, everyone. Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. The time to start your gardens is now. Hart's has everything you need to get growing. Seeds, soils, fertilizers, and, of course, beautiful, healthy Hart's-grown plants. Choose from colorful annuals, including a huge selection of proven winter plants, vegetable plants, trees, shrubs, perennials, herbs, and more. Our hanging baskets are simply the best. Our gorgeous million bells, geraniums, fuchsias, and mixed combo baskets. And don't forget our famous proven winner, Super Tunia Vista bubblegums that grace the storefronts every year. We have garden statuary, pottery, and garden gifts that are sure to please with new items arriving weekly. Also check out our houseplant selection. Stop by one of our stores today. We're on Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 in Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, and Route 2A in Preston. We're open seven days a week. Check us out on the web at heartsgreenhouse.com or on Facebook. Fox News commentary. The House Judiciary Committee held a victims of violent crime hearing in New York City, and Democrats responded exactly as you'd expect. Crime? What crime? I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-353-5566. That's 800-353-5566. 800-353-5566. Crime is skyrocketing in blue cities, but if you ask Democrats, they'll tell you it's just a figment of our mega imagination. This week, the House Judiciary Committee held a field hearing on violent crime in New York City. Witnesses included police officers, victims, and victims' families. But according to Democrat Rep. Hank Johnson, all those folks are props in a mega Broadway production. Oh, and apparently Republicans like Congressman Jim Jordan are just jackbooted thugs. Uh, what? Here's the thing about the culture of lawlessness. It impacts all Americans of all races and all political affiliations. Democrats are doing their darndest to keep the spotlight off the mess they've created by focusing on guns, but that jig is up. As much as Democrats would like Republicans to stay away from the major issue of lawlessness and violent crime, well, uh, that's too bad. Someone has to clean up your mess. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show, Tommy Lahren is Fearless, at Outkick.com. It's 11 after 10 at WICH. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hi, good morning. You know, uh, I heard a wonderful thing mm. a couple nights ago on the news that scientists have discovered a vaccine for melanoma. Well, I missed that one, but that is wonderful news. Isn't that wonderful news? For melanomas. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I don't know about other skin cancers, but melanoma. Well, that's the one of the most serious ones. It's a deadly one. Yes. If yes. you don't if you don't address it early, it can be very deadly, of yes, course. Yes, it can. It can. Well, that should be all over the news. Y- yes, it should be. You'll be hearing about it. 
Okay, well, good. I'm always up for some good news. Yeah, that's good news. I heard so, uh, some other things that uh, you may have be hearing a lot about artificial intelligence. Yes, I've heard about that. Well, you know, it can be good and it could be bad. The good part is it may even come up with cures for cancer. Really? So oh. that would be a wonderful thing. But, yeah, uh, you know, I, I, I think they're, they're getting pretty close to it. I don't I know, do. but if artificial intelligence can help, that would be great. It surely would. Well, yeah. thank you for that. Okay, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Vaccine. I guess it's ready to, to go. Had not heard that one. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, good morning. Stu Breyer, Joe. Hi, Joe. I couldn't wait to say hello. Hey, you know what? I was... Reminiscing, and I like reminisce, and I like to point the ponder that you ponder. Hey, listen, you know who's my favorite caller that calls in? You just talked to her. Her name's Patricia. Yeah, That's okay. That's my sister's name, Patty, yeah. Mm-hmm. She is so cool. She's straight. She's up front. Yeah, she's a lovely nice. lady. I'm proud of her. I would love to, I, I seriously would like to meet her. At uh, your next DQ, but anyhow, Stu, yeah, man, you played uh, you played a great song for me yesterday, and you, you just rocked my world. So I'm gonna just enjoy the day, and I'm telling you, I really love when Patty calls in because I think she is really cool. All right, my friend. Uh, thanks for checking yeah, in. Honestly, don't you think she's so upfront and really sincere, and she's just downright cool. She's been our radio friend for a number of years. We love hearing from her. Yeah. So I had to, I had to throw it out for Patty. Yeah. Listen, uh, what else? Uh, what do you got going on today on the Jerry Cast today? Yes, I as I mentioned, uh, Roy Rogers, uh, the King of the Cowboys. Oh, Granddaughter will be on. And I have an update on the better from the Better Business Bureau on things you need to look out for. Yeah, who was that guy you had years ago? That Better Business Bureau. Oh, God. I forget his name, man. I can't think of it. Years ago? But anyhow, everything you do is all cool. Okay, man. you sound. Are you okay this morning? You sound different. No, yeah, well, I'm on. No, I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's my phone. I don't know. Okay. I'm good. All right, buddy. See ya. I'm all right, bro. I'm on. I'm. I'm in tune with you, Stu, on 105. Uh, 94.5. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Man. Joe. I got to go. We are on FM. Did you hear about the little toddler that crawled onto the uh, White House <laughs> through the White House fence? Can you picture this? A little toddler yesterday earned the title of the tiniest White House intruder after he squeezed through the metal fencing on the north side of the executive mansion. How did that happen? Secret Service Unified Division of Officers who are responsible for security at the White House walked across the north lawn to retrieve the tot and reunite him with his parents on Pennsylvania Avenue. Access to the complex was briefly restricted while officers conducted the unification. Officers briefly questioned the parents before allowing them to continue on their way. Is that a weird story? Secret Service spokesman uh, Anthony Giuliani 
said officers encountered a curious young visitor along the White House North Fence Line who briefly entered White House grounds. Wouldn't it be something if someday that little tot becomes the President of the United States? Well, he's been on the grounds. Family is everything. This is Allison Hennigan from Generations Family Health Center. At Generations, we know that the health of those you love is more important than anything else. Generations Family Health Center with locations in Danielson, Norwich, Putnam, and Willimantic is here for your entire family, every generation. From pediatrics to geriatrics and everything in between, wellness exams, sick visits, managing your illnesses. At our health centers or via telehealth, with Generations, you have found a health care home. Visit our site in Norwich for all your medical needs. Learn more at genhealth.org or call today, 860-885-1308 to make a medical appointment. That's 860-885-1308. New patients of all ages are welcome. Generations Family Health Center, where family is everything. Generations Family Health Center, Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. Norwich Pharmacy is now open at 77 Salem Turnpike, serving Norwich and neighboring towns. They are accepting all types of insurance. Former customers of Utley and Jones are encouraged to call or stop by for the same exceptional customer service. They're offering blister packaging for all prescriptions at no additional charge and vaccines without an appointment. They carry all kinds of medical supplies, offer a 20% discount for seniors and veterans with free home delivery. Go to NorwichPharmacy.com or call 860-383-2630. So our pal from the Better Business Bureau will be checking in with us at 105 if you have any questions for her. She always updates us on uh, what's going on in the world of scams. Unfortunately, there's a lot. So uh, that story that happened in Groton with the young lady who was found deceased and two other people uh, with her that were stabbed. They're still working on that case. Others were treated for non-life-threatening stab wounds at the hospital. They've not discussed the relationship between Usul and uh, those other people. So that's one of the strangest crime stories of the day. Speaking of uh, crime, you've heard the story at the top of the hour about... New York and how they're downplaying the crime problem which is really pathetic and then there was a a person that was literally smashed in the head by somebody who had been in jail 11 times fortunately I think she's going to be okay 11 times they had been in jail and arrested and they were still out on the street and still hurting people and that was in good old New York City Start spreading the news. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. 
When you do business at Gear, Sand, and Gravel, you're doing business with a company that's been in the community for more than 60 years. Now that's a name you can trust. Founded by Dave, past his sons Rick and Tom, and now joined by third-generation Bo, Gear, Sand, and Gravel has paved the way for homeowners, do-it-yourselfers, and contractors to have the materials to do the job right. Decorative stone, gravel, crushed, and round natural stone. You name it, Gears has got it. And can even do the work for you. Side work, roads, and gravel driveways as good as new. Gears does it all. If it's topsoil you need, you need to visit Gears. They have only the best local, high-quality, farm-rich soil, mulches, and compost. You see, at Gears, it's a family company. It's a family tradition that if you're going to do something, you've got to do it right. Gears Sand and Gravel, Route 138 Griswold. Call Gears at 376-5321. 376-5321. On the web at GearsFamilyTree.com. Gear up for your next job at Gears. 1020, Stu Breyer with your WICH. Going to be a nice day, a little chilly, but April is that way. Do we have any cowboys and cowgirls in the audience? I'm going to go Western Partners on my lunchtime oldie break. It's going to be a little bit different because we'll be talking with uh, Roy Rogers' granddaughter, scheduled uh, right after the 11 o'clock news. Well, it's April 19th. Did you file all your income tax? Everything okay there? Hmm? Well, NASA says a 600-pound satellite is expected to re-enter Earth's atmosphere today. The satellite known as RESI has been in orbit for 20 years. NASA says the odds of it hitting a person are 1 in 2,467. I'd like the odds to be a little more, though. Welcome to the program. Oh, I still. Hello, Susan. I heard that uh, North Korea is going to launch their own satellite. That's real cute. They'll launch that's... anything they can. Yeah, that's not good news. Um, I hope you. I hope you came up with happy trails to you. I certainly have happy oh, trails to you. Good, and um, I of all those people out there that might know who Charles Stanley was. He's pastor from Atlanta, Georgia, and he, oh, and he yes. ran mm-hmm. in touch. Um, we discovered him in the 90s when we were at Fort Sill. He passed away yesterday at home at age 90, and he has a big following. Oh, boy, he had a tremendous following, yeah. Yep. and his church, because we have, like, all CDs of his preaching, you know, the service, and he could go an hour, as an older gentleman, an hour and just... You know, tell you the Bible and tell you this and tell you that. I mean, that he was, he had his faculties right up until the end. So I called the um, one eight hundred. Well, they have their own in touch prayer line, and you can get in touch with them. And I called this morning and I said, "Is it true what I heard on the news late last night?" Yes. And then I said, "Well." I gave him a little pointers. We don't want to see all his things like books and Bibles and CDs and DVDs go away. And he had beautiful, he was a photographer. We had beautiful calendars. My husband even has a signed Christmas card from him, which he has on his wall because he kind of looked at him like a grandfather, but we called him the preacher teacher. He was so cool. And so... I said a prayer for, you know, the family, the son. He's got a son. He's got a daughter. He's got Andy Stanley. So anybody out there 
that knows about them that just said, you know, he passed it home yesterday morning. So it wasn't anything, you know, nasty or drastic or anything. It could probably in his sleep. Well, it's always a nasty and dra- drastic, well, but um, well, certainly family, didn't I was suffer. In tears yeah. almost, you know, because, yeah, yeah, my husband was really upset because that was his first introduction, you know, to the Bible and everything because he was not brought up like I was from a little kid going. But um, that and I don't I, remember. I don't. Re- excuse me. What? I don't remember him on television. Was he on television a lot? He was on television in the beginning, and he still had a radio show. Because I I would hear him in the uh, yeah in the middle of the night. You'd be going up and down the dial, and he was on the radio too. Um, with mm-hmm. in touch and and his preaching, so well, yeah, sounds he like was a good really guy, a cool person. And you know when they pan the um, people in the church, like three thousand seater, you know it was because it was Atlanta, Georgia. You had white couples sitting next to black couples. It, it didn't make any difference. Well, that's the way it should be. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I do have to tell you, I made headway with. I got to talk to a clerk from the Groton Probate Court. All right, see, I knew if you keep pursuing it, you were going to do uh, make some inroads with that will thing. Yep, she was nice enough to call me back first thing this morning, mm-hmm. and um, she said, if you have questions, oh, I learned stuff too, because she said she's been trying to contact his sister, mm-hmm. and she hasn't heard anything. And she says she's got until May 8th to get back to me. She's going to write her another letter. So we're not the only ones in the dark. All right, so we found that out. And um, we can do a by phone. We got speakerphone anyway. With the actual court judge, if he has questions, my husband, he can write them out. Set it at a time. So we're getting it moving because she wants it closed out, too. See, if you look into things uh, and you keep trying, uh, you're going to get people that will be able to help you. So well, that's good. older gentleman that said call, oh, he was mentioning the Norwich Probate Court. I didn't think you could actually call them, but you really can. But we had to deal with Groton. So. All right, so but good yeah, news. So we're making headway now. I'm glad to hear it. Talk okay, to you later. Okay, thanks, Stu. Mm-hmm. Oh, some good news today, some news, whatever, up and down. Our first caller said, uh, Patty said she's heard something about uh, some vaccine to prevent melanomas. Well, I didn't even know that was in the making, but that's good. We like all that positive stuff. How about this story? Once upon a time, no, this, this story... Uh, WFMY says a teacher gives middle school students bad words assignment. A teacher from Graham Middle School in Graham, North Carolina, is in trouble for giving students a bad word assignment. Students were given a cuss word and then asked to use it in a sentence. School district is investigating. Many of the words involved profanity. Just when you think you've heard everything... There's always something else. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Hello there. I had a question. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was listening to an in- interview, um, and anyway, I just want to say locally, um, in Norwich, 
whatever um, party you belong to uh, on the uh, Norwood City Council, um, do those candidates vote for um, who's ever running, like in an election for senator? Um, do they even say if you're a Republican and you vote for or endorse or stand behind somebody who's Democrat that mm-hmm. brings in the money to the city and they support that. What do you think about that? I think anybody who's an independent thinker is somebody I appreciate because there are so many people that just vote party line no matter what. So I think it's great. If somebody feels somebody will do a better job than somebody in their party, that's what so I think of it. If they're bringing in um, <laughs> money into the city, say you know, you know, so they give a thousand dollars to have a parade in knowledge or um, something. Well, it depends something on what you agree with. It brings a little bit of money mm-hmm. into the city. Uh, they would cross party lines to support a Democrat. Once in a while, it happens. Somebody who has the courage to. Uh, speak from their heart, and it's about mm-hmm. um, the people. And you know, so that's that's your right. That's what uh, America is supposed to be about. Your right, your freedom to vote whomever you choose to vote for. Okay, so what I see, and I feel in my gut because when I was listening to the interview, it, it is exactly what I was thinking that. Um, um, uh, sometimes it, well, it becomes politics and, and manipulation. Of course. Some parties get really upset if the other party votes for somebody in there, you know, another party. But, uh, you know, they're not going to get a pie in the face. They have a right to do so, and that's the, that's the end of that. Okay. Right. Uh, it's funny how that is, you know, because I that and um, hey there are some people in certain parties especially in the uh, national elections they uh, they don't they're not very friendly to somebody in their own party that crosses the line but tough luck because <laughs> the idea of the whole thing no matter who you vote for who's going to do the best job for the people of this country that's all exactly okay Th- thank Aww. you hello welcome to the program hi how are you all right, thank you. What's on your mind today? Okay, what's on my mind today? Did you hear about the New York Times article about the un, the kids that came um, unaccompanied over the border and how they're being forced to work? Um, yeah, and the New York, York Times State. actually put it in, so that's that's encouraging. Some people will actually know about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, the New yeah the New York Times wrote an article about it. Um, I'm too cheap to pay for access to the New York Times. So I only got to see like the, the mm-hmm. headline and the first line, but I I heard about it where um these kids some of them have to work like overnight to pay off the the um cartel. Um so what happened was it's like over 300,000 unaccompanied kids have come over the border 
since Biden was president. Mm -hmm. And they started vetting initially, but then there were too many, and they stopped vetting um, who they were going to. And so now the cartels, like, own them. And Thank you, Mr. Biden. Work. I mean, the employers of these kids should be arrested and put in jail for life, as far as I'm concerned. Having a little kid work in your, in your whatever, some kind of meat processing plant or factory of, of any sort. Um, of course, some of them also have been put in, are now sex slaves. So, um, you know, they've been sold into slavery. Well, I, I appreciate the New York Times for not covering that story up. I know. I was shocked, you know, because they were saying, you know, the New York, and I'm expecting to say New York Post, but it mm -hmm. was no, it was somebody from the New York Times that wrote about this. Um, there, are, there are many, many, you know, some did go to relatives, but a lot of them just went, and the cartels took care of them, and um, supposedly... But they're either sold into sex slaves as sex slaves, or into these. Well, I wish I wish everybody in the country knew exactly what's going on in that border, but it's uh, the worst ever. I, you know, the I mean, ever. and New Yorkers is still on. Don't nothing's wrong at the border. We take it. You know, they didn't want kids in cages. I would rather have a kid in a cage than a kid being forced to work in a factory. You know, like a meat processing plant or or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, or into sex slavery, you know, put them in a cage, please, you know, uh, yeah, as an option. I don't think it's good, but that's better than well, the alternative it's heartbreaking. by far. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, anyway. Thank you. Talk to you again soon. Bye. Mm -hmm. And the cartels are getting richer and richer and richer. Okay, I'm not going to get worked up because I'm going to be a cowboy after 11 o'clock. I'm going to ride the range. I'm going to head them off at the pass. I'm going to shoot out laws in the, in the hand. Because we didn't kill them in those days. We just shot the gun out of their hand. Or as the cowboys used to punch them and knock them out. <laughs> really, cowboy shows really were not violent when you think about it. Very rarely did somebody uh, get killed. But boy, they held up a lot of stages, didn't they? It's voting time in the 2023 Best of the Best Reader's Choice Awards contest. Brought to you by The Day. The nominations have been tallied, and the top five nomination getters in each category have advanced to the voting round. Cast your votes daily in each category now through April 30th. The more you vote, the greater the chance your favorites have to win. View full contest details and vote now at theday.com slash best of. Remember, voting closes April 30th. Thank you once again for nominating me for the uh, best announcer. I'm very flattered. It's an interesting word, flattered. I wonder where that came from. Flatter. I'm very flat? No, I'm flattered. Sure about uh, bears that drink 69 cans of cola after breaking into a car? Man, talk about heartburn. CBC News says a bear recently broke into a car in British Columbia, Canada. It downed 69 cans of Coke, A&W root beer, and orange soda. Sounds like me as a kid. Oof, was I on the soda kick? Sharon Roselle's dog started barking after the bear shattered the car windows and broke in. 
She watched for 90 minutes as the bear drank can after can. Sharon tried to get the bear to leave by throwing water on it and telling it that she was a bear hunter. <laughs> bear. Hey, if a bear, somebody told me they were a bear hunter and I was a bear, I'd get out of there. The Bruin ignored her and left after he downed all of the soda with three cans of Diet Cola. I guess he didn't like Diet... I don't like Diet Cola either. Her entire car interior was trashed. And I guess the uh, bear didn't go away thirsty. Stories are amazing, huh? Many years ago, I had a candy bar in the glove compartment of the... uh, of my car, and I, it was a half a candy bar because I ate half of it. And later on down the road, I opened up, you know, about a few days afterwards, I opened up the glove compartment, and obviously a mouse got in because the rest of the candy bar was gone. Ew! So I remind you folks never leave any food in the car. Somehow, some way, a creature will get in there and get it. So don't ever do that, okay? Now, how did that little mouse get into the glove compartment and it go through the hood, squeeze under something? And uh, on this date in 1979, President Jimmy Carter was attacked by a swamp rabbit while on vacation. I mean, a swamp rabbit. Are you familiar with that? I don't understand. I thought rabbits were very uh, benign. Hmm. And on this day, how many of you remember Benny Hill? He died at the age of 67 in 1992. Boy, was he popular from the BBC, the Benny Hill Show. People used to talk about that at lunch. Hmm. All right, what's on the plate? 889-5252 if you'd like to check in with us. We'll have news at 11 and then we'll talk with Roy Rogers' uh, granddaughter. Hi everybody. After a chilly start today, we are going to warm things up to about 60 degrees. Partly to mostly sunny skies. It'll be breezy today, so keep that in mind. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy. Overnight low, 42. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy early, perhaps an isolated shower, then becoming mostly sunny. High 64 shoreline, 70 degrees inland. Friday, mostly sunny. 75 shoreline, 84 degrees inland. Whoa. Saturday, mostly cloudy, breezy. High 68 shoreline, 76 degrees inland. And then Sunday, uh, mostly cloudy day, a rising chance for rain and thunderstorms later in the day it'll be windy with highs in the mid to upper 60s in the early morning forecast center at channel 3 i'm meteorologist scott haney wishing you all a great safe and healthy wednesday the sun is getting higher in the sky and our lawns and gardens are coming back to life it's time to get outside and help get things back in shape part of that is getting to the local garden center hardware store or nursery for the products and advice needed to help make things green again plainfield agway located at 650 norwich road has all the tools gears and expertise necessary to help you make the most of your lawn hedges flower beds and containers let them help you find what you need. Welcome to Baltic Greenhouse Nursery, a family garden center on Route 207 just north of Norwich. They offer you a wide variety of locally grown annual and perennial plants at affordable prices. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram. They're open seven days a week. Get inspired at Hart's Greenhouse. They specialize in annuals, perennials, hanging baskets, vegetables, and herbs. Their four retail locations include Brooklyn, Norwich, Canterbury, and Preston. They're open seven days a week. Visit HartsGreenhouse.com. 
Your local businesses know what you need to turn April showers into May flowers. Shop local today. Well, there was a settlement with networks, which may be a new uh, president for uh, president for networks who give you erroneous news, and a lot of them do. But uh, Fox News and Dominion Voting Systems reached a $787 million settlement Tuesday in the voting machine company's defamation lawsuit, averting a trial in a case that exposed how the top-rated networks chased viewers to promoting lies about the 2020 presidential election. The truth matters. Lies has consequences, Dominion lawyer Justin Nelson said in a news conference outside the courthouse after a judge announced the deal. Dominion had asked for $1.6 billion, gasp, arguing that Fox had damaged its reputation by helping peddle phony conspiracy theories about the equipment switching votes from former President Trump to Democrat Joe Biden. Fox said the amount greatly overstated the value of the Colorado-based company. The resolution in Delaware Superior Court follows a recent ruling by Judge Eric Davis in which he allowed the case to go on trial while emphasizing it was crystal clear that none of the allegations about Dominion aired on Fox by Trump allies was true. But they did settle. In a statement issued shortly after the announcement, Fox News said the networks acknowledged the court's ruling, finding certain claims about Dominion to be false. It did not respond to an inquiry asking for elaboration. But they did dish out the dough. And okay, if they were wrong, that's fine with me. But I was thinking of all the other networks who have said amazing amounts of lies in the last few years, even with COVID. So maybe it'll be a new thing to pack the courts. Hmm? What do you think? Remember when the Biden story came out and immediately said it was Russian collusion and was emphatically not true? Remember that? So, maybe Russia should sue some of the networks. <laughs> oh, I see. It's too big. Russia wouldn't do anything. They're too nice. So what do you think? Uh, that made a lot of networks happy who don't like Fox News and a lot of people who don't like Fox News. I'm sure they are thrilled with that decision. And it was announced on Fox News. They didn't cover it up. They told you about the whole story. Interesting, huh? Hi, this is Charlie. And Drew from ACDC Industrial Electric in Norwich. We wanted to take 60 seconds to remind you that spring is a time to schedule your generator preventive maintenance. Mother Nature has been unpredictable over the years, and it's best to be ahead of the game when it comes to your family's safety. Being proactive is something my father knows a lot about. He has been taking care of southeastern Connecticut and Rhode Island since 2007, and I am proud to be following in his footsteps every day. ACDC Industrial Electric strives to bring satisfaction to our customers, whether we are putting together a new Generac generator system for your home or servicing an existing generator. We'll take the time to get the job done right. That's right, and ACDC is not only the largest generator servicing dealer in Eastern Connecticut and west of Leeward Island, but we also have the largest parts department, and if we don't have what you need in stock, we will get it fast. We are dedicated to keeping you and your family safe. And cool this summer. And we'll never leave you in the dark. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. 
Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. All opinions are welcome, and we hear now if you have the Alexa app, that if you miss any of the show, you can uh, say to your Alexa, play the Stu Breyer show, and it'll come on Alexa, at least most of the time. So that's something new. You don't even have to go online to, you know, if it's in the evening and you want to know, gee, I would have loved to hear that interview with the uh, granddaughter of Roy and Dale, you'll be able to hear it on your Alexa. We're in that little tube, and it's very, very un- uncomfortable in here. You can get it in tube form, or you can get it into a little ball. It's uh, the Alexa. So many people have it at home. It'll tell you the time, temperature. If you uh, want to get something spelled like anti-disestablishmentarianism, Alexa can spell anything. If you want to know a score from a ball game, it is absolutely astounding stuff. Hi everyone, Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. The time to start your gardens is now. Hart's has everything you need to get growing. Seeds, soils, fertilizers, and of course beautiful, healthy Hart's grown plants. Choose from colorful annuals, including a huge selection of proven winter plants, vegetable plants, trees, shrubs, perennials, herbs, and more. Our hanging baskets are simply the best. Our gorgeous million bells, geraniums, fuchsias, and mixed combo baskets. And don't forget our famous proven winner, Super Tunia Vista bubblegums that grace the storefronts every year. We have garden statuary, pottery, and garden gifts that are sure to please with new items arriving weekly. Also check out our houseplant selection. Stop by one of our stores today. We're on Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 in Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, and Route 2A in Preston. We're open seven days a week. Check us out on the web at heartsgreenhouse.com or on Facebook. I remember another story where CNN was sued, and they uh, they dished out a lot of money. And if you remember this story, it was a young man who was a Trump supporter who was at a big rally, and there was a Native American man there, and uh, he was doing a an Indian dance or something, and this young man was watching him and smiling at the music, and the uh, some of the talking heads on CNN were saying that he was harassing the man. And they went after him big time. Big time. Well, he ended up suing them, and they gave him lots of... He got very rich from that. And he had no bad intention at all with the Native American man. So networks need to be a little careful before they jump to the gun and put out something because they want it to be that way because they can be dishing out a lot of money. You remember that story? 2023 UConn football season ticket deposits are now available. Starting at $53, you could secure your seats today for the 2023 season featuring matchups against NC State, Duke, USF, Utah State, FIU, and Stony Brook. Be there to support head coach Jim Mora and the Huskies all season long. For more information and to purchase your tickets today, please visit UConnTickets.com or call 1-877-288-2666. All right, family, if you have any uh, thoughts or viewpoints you'd like to get in before our guest after 11, but uh, here's a lovable song. I love little baby dog. 
trucks, old pickup trucks, slow-moving trains and rain. I love little country streams, sleep without dreams, Sunday school in May and hay. Fuzzy pups, bourbon in a glass, and grass. T. Hall, and we love your music, Tom. He wrote some simple, sweet songs, didn't he? He's got another song called Country Is, and another song called I Like Beer. Very simple little songs. You know, it's so sad to to tell you some of these stories that come out, but uh, there's another one that happened in Bowdoin, Maine. I think I was in Bowdoin once, Maine. Four people were fatally shot at a house in Maine on Tuesday, before gunfire wounded three others on a busy highway in a pair of crimes that are linked. Authorities said hours later, a man was charged with the murder. Once again, we'll try to find out what was going on in his noggin. Police closed a portion of the interstate highway, and residents and businesses in the area were ordered to shelter in place for about 90 minutes before authorities determined there was no threat to the general public. Shootings are among a spat of recent mass killings that have shaken communities both large and small, including a Christian elementary school in Nashville, a bank in Louisville, and a Sweet 16 party in Alabama. In Maine, police charged Joseph Eaton, 34, of Bowdoin with four counts of murder Tuesday evening, but declined to discuss a possible motive for the shootings or identify the shooting victims. Eaton was expected to appear in court later this week. I'm in favor of the death penalty on those situations, but that'll never be settled, that one. The crimes began in rural Bowdoin, where the bodies were found, and continued with gunfire 25 miles to the south of Interstate 295 in Yarmouth. One of the three highway victims was critically wounded. Law enforcement officers, some carrying long rifles, could be seen canvassing areas near the highway after the shootings. At one point... Heavily armed officers at an off-ramp peered inside the trunk of a car that had apparent bullet holes in the windshield. 
Police said a person of interest was detained and witnesses saw one person in handcuffs. Unbelievable. WICH, welcome. Good morning. Uh, I'd like to comment on an article that was in uh, the Norwich Bulletin on April 14th. Yes, sir. Regarding uh, what the city of Norwich spends from their dip deposit money, which is uh, mm-hmm. around $100,000 a year. Um, they hired a, a re-coordinator, a recycling coordinator, for about $85,000. And uh, she came up with this bright idea that uh, to adopt a storm drain in our city. Um, so after every rainstorm, you can go out and adopt a storm drain. And then you call Public Works after the storm and tell them what you found in your storm drain. How this is going to reduce the nip litter on the side of the road baffles me. Um, But that's the best idea that this person for over $85,000 a year can come up with. A listener mentioned it yesterday and uh, informed me about that article. So, uh... I mean, Montville came up with a great idea. They said they would pay people uh, $100 an hour up to $500 to pick up nip litter off the side of the roads for civic organizations. Now there's a town that has some progressive thinking and is doing something that will actually remove the litter off the side of the road. I mean, the state of Connecticut moved very, very quickly to remove uh, plastic shopping bags that I've never seen one on the side of a road. Um, And it was backed, I believe, by the grocery stores who were going to make a lot of money by not having to provide bags. Why we can't ban NIPS is beyond me. The Liquor Store Association didn't want to put a five-cent deposit where you had to bring it back, and they said, well, we'll put a five-cent tax on it, and that goes to the cities that sell NIPS. Now, if you live in a town like, uh, I don't know, Lebanon, let's say, and they don't have any liquor stores, and people come to Norwich, and they buy their nips and throw them out the windows of Lebanon. Lebanon doesn't have any money to pick up the nips off the side of the road that came out of the package stores mm-hmm. in Norwich. It's kind of a foolish rule, and our legislators uh, just bend over to appease the money uh, people that have solicitors come in and say, no, this is the way it's going to go. Well, I'm glad you brought it up. We'll see what our audience has to say. All right. Have a good day. You too, sir. Thanks. Welcome to a, welcome to a hang-up. If you'd like to call back, I will pick up, and we can chat with each other at 889-5252 on WICH. A guest in from the Better Business Bureau after... Uh, one o'clock today. She has some updates that are very important. We'd like to keep you updated on some of the scams that are going around, and uh, we certainly don't want anybody to get ripped off. So we're looking out for you, doing the best that we can. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. What do you do if you cut yourself? I'll be right back with some thoughts. 
The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. The first thing you need to do is determine if you need medical attention. Absolutely see a health care provider if the wound doesn't stop bleeding after five minutes of pressure, or the wound is from a bite, the wound is deep or contains foreign matter, or you are immunocompromised or have diabetes. If you feel the wound is minor enough to treat by yourself, clean the area with soap and water, apply a topical antibiotic to prevent infection, cover with a sterile bandage to promote healing, and change the dressing as needed. Ask your doctor or pharmacist for additional advice. Medication awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a health mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. Well, it's up to 50 degrees, and welcome to the program. Hi. Hello. Hello there. Hi, Stu. Hey, do you know anybody that needs wood? I'm sure there are many people that need wood. Well, I have a lot of wood in my yard, and if somebody wants to come and pick it up, all this. Okay, we usually do it during uh, swap time, but I'll certainly take your number now and okay, help you out. Okay, 860-887-7660. You got a lot of wood in your yard, huh? Yep. 887-7660. That's correct, sir. Okay, see if we can help you out, my friend. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Bye. We aim to please here... A little bit of uh, everything from your hometown place, WICH, AM and FM. Yes, we're on FM2 now, 94.5. So I'm going to put on my boots and my cowboy hat and get ready for a little chat with the granddaughter of Roy and Dale. Of course, you all know Roy and Dale. We grew up with them. Maybe they grew up with us, actually. But I used to absolutely... Absolutely love watching them. And, of course, it would close out with the song Happy Trails to You, hmm? which was a song written by Dale Evans. It became a really, really big hit, a classic. So let me take you uh, to the news with a Sweet Life song. Here we go.
Darling, we'll just keep on taking our time Cause we're living such a sweet life Oh, what a neat life Sharing my love with you Always oh, love such a sweet life Oh, what a neat life Making our dreams come true We're making our dreams come true Just holding me tight We always dream we'd make a lot of money Oh, but I don't mind being poor Cause when you make love to me, honey I couldn't ask for any WICH5FM Coming up to 11 o'clock And then uh, in a couple of minutes We'll talk with Julie Rogers it's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. Of a congressional hearing this morning, Republican Congressman James Comer chairs the House Committee on Oversight and Accountability, says the pullout was a disaster. It led to the deaths of 13 U.S. service members. Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas back on the Hill amid the ongoing crisis on the southern border. Mayorkas challenged by Tennessee GOP Congressman Mark Green, who chairs the House Homeland Security Committee. You have not secured our borders, Mr. Secretary, and I believe you've done so intentionally. There is no other explanation for the systematic dismantling and transformation of our border into a lawless and dangerous open border. And there's been talk among Republicans of initiating impeachment proceedings against Mayorkas. We're keeping an eye on the U.S. Supreme Court, which may be about to issue a ruling on the FDA-approved abortion pill, Mifepristone. A parking garage collapse in New York City left one person dead, five others injured. I was just getting out of a class, and we heard it, the boom, and we thought it hit our building. We went to check, and immediately saw everything was collapsed to the ground. Everything was sinking. It was just heartbreaking. We heard screams. I didn't know where it was coming from at first. An investigation has gotten underway. A bail hearing pending for the 65-year-old man charged in the fatal shooting of a 20-year-old woman in his upstate New York driveway. Kevin Monahan allegedly opened fire on a car in which Kaylin Gillis was a passenger. The driver had mistakenly pulled into Monahan's driveway, according to police. This happened in the town of Hebron, about 45 miles northeast of Albany. Stocks have been in the red this morning on Wall Street. Right now, the Dow is down 84 points. Well, the NASDAQ Composite Index is off 35, and the S&P trading 8 points lower. More on these stories at townhall.com. It's time for the number one talk show of eastern Connecticut and southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now, here's Stu Breyer. Thanks for staying with us. As I mentioned, we have on the line the granddaughter of Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. Hi, Julie. Hi. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Congratulations on your book. I think it's going to be a big hit. Thank you. I put a lot of my heart and life into it. <laughs> That's for sure. So when did you decide to, uh, you know, it's time for a family member to write a memoir about the famous family? Well, you know, my uncle and my aunt have also written books uh, back in the past. But there's nothing quite like a grand a grandchild with a grandparent relationship. And I had 
so many special times with them. Um, it really started out wanting to give a book to my own sons, and that's it. I was going to give the, them a Christmas present, like a mom gift for, you know, posterity, to give them a taste of what their their family history was like. Mm-hmm. And then along the way, people encouraged me, no, 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 we want to read it too. So they encouraged me to get it published. So it kind of became a wider audience at that point. Well, I'm sure you'll have a big audience for that book because uh, I was sprawled on the floor watching the King of the Cowboys and the Queen of the West, the Queen of the Cowgirls. You know, there's been so many uh, great cowboys through the years, but Roy Rogers, why do you think it is, was known as the king of the cowboys. Yeah, yeah, he he was and but but the the thing about them is they were so authentic because uh they weren't really playing Roy and Dale, they just were Roy and Dale and they were the same on screen as they were off screen. Mhm. They always seemed like very very nice people. Uh did you ever uh, feel like did you do horse riding and and anything that led down to your generation? Well, you know, he he would put us on trigger, and he would walk us around the arena. You know, he could put five of us on trigger from mane to tail, and trigger was such a nice horse. He was just, it's like he knew that he had children on top of him, and he had to be very, very careful. He was so smart, and that was really grandpa's, they, they had a connection that, that you can't even explain. And um, but that doesn't mean that I became a good rider. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had to do that later on. My husband is actually a really fine horseman, and so he had to teach me. He said, "I can't believe I'm teaching Roy Rogers' granddaughter how to ride a horse." I said, "Well, you know, here well, we are." You, you rode Trigger. That's pretty darn good. Not too many people had a chance to do that. I always wanted yeah. a horse when I was a kid, but we lived in an apartment building, so. Closest I came. Pretty hard to keep a horse at an apartment building. Yeah, closest I came was riding a broom, but um, (laughs) it's just not the same. I I think Trigger was even in the Walk of Fame or something like that. He um he had many oh he was his um footprints were in Raman's Chinese theater uh-huh. and in the book I have a picture of him putting those hoof uh, hoof prints in the cement and then over fifty years later I have a picture of me and my three sons um at that uh, cement square where his hoof prints are so it's, it was pretty special. I know you show a lot of uh, artifacts in the book and uh, but. The museum has closed, hasn't it? Yes, it closed back in around 2008, 2007. We're sad to hear that, and I know a lot of the uh, wonderful souvenirs and things were auctioned off. Um, What was your thoughts about that, and why did it close? You know, we had to close it because Grandpa said if it ever stopped making money and it cost you money, Mm -hmm. just get rid of the stuff and move on. And that was back around 2008 when, you know, the housing was collapsing and, and uh, it wasn't real, you know, solid. Things weren't real solid. I think the museum actually closed in 2009. Um, and, you know, it was hard at first because to see all of this familiar, these familiar things going to people that we didn't know all around the country. But then when you stop and think about it, it was really special that so many other people loved our grandparents as much as we did in different ways that they wanted a piece of them and so it's kind of heartwarming to think that they have that and you know we'll always have the memories and you can't buy or sell those and and they'll never you know go away 
I'm sure a lot of those keepsakes stayed in the family as well, I would imagine. Uh, some of them did, yeah. Um, we have, I have actually several of Grampy's really fancy fringed rhinestone shirts. I have his hat and grandma's hat and a, a pair of boots for each of my sons. Uh, and, you know, some, some dear things that they gave to us personally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's enough. It was, uh, we just have so many pictures too. I tried to put pictures in the book, but I didn't get about 125 pictures had to stay out of the book because I just have too many pictures. Well, yeah, we love that. We love that addition to any book, of course. So um, I think people may be shocked. Of course, I followed Roy and Dale, but that uh, they had nine children, and uh, five of them were adopted. What did you think personally and your family think when they were adopting children and they had four of their own? You know. It was such a loving family, and Grandma and Grandpa wanted a big family, and it was like a close-knit. One of my aunts told me this one time. It was like a close-knit circle that uh, that was real bonding, and then every time they'd have another child come in, they would open that circle, let them in, and then close it back up, and it was it was a very good feeling. I mean, they didn't see culture, color, any of that, because... Uh, my aunts and uncles were from varied cultures. My, I have one aunt that's Native American, Choctaw, and I had another aunt from Korea. My other one was from Scotland, and my other uncle was a um, slightly special needs because he had been beaten very badly mm-hmm. in his in his head uh, when he was a young child, and so he struggled all of his life to kind of keep up. And you know, we were just—it was such a loving, accepting, inclusive. Family, and I think that's a good testimony for today with the inclusivity and the the love and the not seeing, you know, seeing differences, but but reveling in them instead of making it, mm-hmm. you know, a contentious thing. I think uh, obviously they gave equal love to everybody. Did you stay with them a lot as a granddaughter on occasions? Yeah, I was with them a lot. They were very hands-on <laughs> grandparents, and we were there often uh, on a Friday night for dinner and we would get together and it was just mayhem it was so crazy busy (laughs) with kids running around and all their dogs and all the adults and it was such a um it was it was a real uh it was my happy place kind of thing and i felt very safe and secure and i knew that my grandparents loved me intensely and there was never a doubt of that because they spent as much time as they could making my plays and my recitals and my birthday parties. I mean, they were normal parent, grandparents that had extraordinary jobs. So w- when you were around, everybody around together, did you talk much about the career or was other a lot of different family things? Actually, it was a lot of different family things. They were just normal. They would sit on the floor. Grandma and Grandpa would come to my house and they'd sit on the floor and play Old Maid with me. And we'd laugh and laugh, and then and then the next weekend they'd be at the White House, spending the weekend at the White House with the president. So they moved very seamlessly in between, you know, celebrity and and anonymity. Sounds actually absolutely remarkable because when you consider how popular they were and how busy they were, that they were ever able to give a lot of quality time to their family. That's pretty remarkable, huh? They did, and it's because family was everything to them. I mean, they they had they had so much 
love for their family that um, they they just made time. They didn't have the time, but they made the time. Your book, for people that just joined us, uh, is a memoir by Julie Rogers, the granddaughter of Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. Now, your grandpa's real name was, I think, Leonard Slide, so he changed his name to officially Roy Rogers? Right. They changed it for him. He had picked a name early on, Dick Weston, and Republic Hmm. Studios didn't like that name, and so they said, we're going to give you a new name. So they gave him Roy Rogers, and he liked Rogers because Will Rogers was one of his idols that he really looked up to. And it's funny because now today we've come full circle. I know Jennifer Rogers, his great-great-granddaughter, and Will Rogers' great-great-granddaughter, and we're good friends. And it's fun because all of these grandchildren of all these people, these cowboys, um, it's like a... Like a little club, we all know each other. <laughs> do, you have, do you have family reunions or uh, big gatherings? I imagine. You know we do, and but I miss. We all miss Grandma and Grandpa because they were the hub, and sure. we always would meet at their house. And now we're kind of spread out all over the country. But I we've been to Branson several times to see my uncle Dusty, uh, who is Roy Rogers Jr., and I see my aunt Cheryl a lot at Western Festival, and I keep up with my cousins and. You know, we do our best to keep up, but we're all over the country now. I've been reading uh, a little bit about your book and some of the, the highlights in it, and uh, one is that uh, your grandpa was actually a shy man, huh? Oh, he was painfully shy. <laughs> he was so bashful, he would stand at parties and just look at his feet. And that's something, he, huh? He, he was not good at small talk. In fact, early on, the CEO wanted him to go to all these Hollywood parties to get his name out. And he didn't want to go, so he finally said, well, can I invite a friend? And so the the guy said, yeah, whatever it takes, just bring a friend, but just go. And he brought his hunting buddy, and they sat on the couch all night and talked about coon hunting. And after that, the, the, the higher-ups at Republic said, yeah, never mind, don't go. <laughs> so he just was not a party guy. Well, he was pretty good in front of the camera. I guess he opened up some, obviously. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He, was, he was different in front of the camera. And my Uncle Dusty is a lot like him. Yeah. And uh, same way. So what was it like uh, when you went to school and people started to realize who your grandpa is? Because I know I had a Roy Rogers lunchbox. So, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's weird because normal is whatever you grow up with. And when I grew up, uh, up until about second grade, I just felt like, everybody's grandpa had a TV show <laughs> or, you know, everybody's grandpa was on a lunchbox or this or that. And uh, when my teacher called me up to her desk one day in second grade, she had a stack of weekly readers with grandpa's picture on the front and she made a huge deal about it. And I thought, what in the world are you talking about? Why are you getting so excited? And it was authentic within me. I didn't really see why it was a big deal. Cause I thought that was normal. So I went home and I asked my parents, what's going on here? Are they different than everyone else's grandparents? And they kind of said, well, yeah, a little bit. Um, their, their job is different, and they're, they're in the public eye a lot, so everybody knows them. So that was my first beginning of understanding the effect that he and my grandma had mm-hmm. on, on people. So we get a lot of inside scoop in your book because, you know, people, when we watch somebody on television and in the movies, we, you know, that's that's how they are. But 
I know your grandma, Dale, had a very interesting upbringing, didn't she? She, Yeah, she definitely took the hard road. She eloped when she was 14. She had my dad at 15. My dad is the oldest Roger sibling, Tom Fox. He um, he passed away a few years ago. And uh, then she went on to have three more marriages. Well, she had three marriages before Grandpa. So she just couldn't get it right. She was struggling. She just was insatiable quest for fame. And <laughs> it really played havoc on raising my dad. And she was conflicted and it was a it was a super hard uh, upbringing for my dad but you know my dad was so happy he was not resentful he had a beautiful relationship with grandma starting about junior high when he went back to live with her because she had sent him to the farm to live with her mother for a few years and that was the best thing it could have been for her for him and um, you know he had friends and animals he went to boy scouts all that kind of thing and uh, when she finally met Grandpa, she finally decided, you know what, there's not going to be any more divorces. I mean, murder maybe, she would say, but never a divorce, another <laughs> divorce. <laughs> so she was, she was the opposite of uh, Roy. She was very outspoken, and, uh, and he was very uh, shy. Is that oh, right? Oh, my goodness. They were yeah. as opposite as you could be. And Grandma would tell you what she thought, whether you wanted to hear it or not. And, but she was so funny. I mean, I just loved both of them to pieces for who they were and had different relationships with both of them. And um, they were they were just so cute. Grandpa would say, when people ask Grandpa, why do you, you know, do you like it that Dale talks so much? Does that bother you? And he said, no, it just gives me more time to think of what I want to say. <laughs> That's great. See, we learned so much in your book. I, I want everybody to buy this book. So they met in junior high school. That's I was going to ask, how did they meet? And... And that, uh, I assume they might have been at a prom or they rode off in the sunset somewhere. Well, actually, no, my um, my grandma met her first husband then. She met Grandpa on the set of their first movie together when she got, uh, yeah, when she got the part. And she had lied and said that she knew how to ride a horse. And she didn't know one end of the horse from the other, Grandpa said. Mm-hmm. And he said the first time he saw her trot off, uh, he said... I never saw so much daylight between a woman's rear end and a horse in my life. He was just all over that horse. And um, so he gave her some tips, and she eventually learned how to ride a horse. By the time their show was done, she was a pretty decent rider. But they liked each other right away. He was just so easy to know, and he liked her sparky, you know, sunshine kind of personality. Um, Yeah. Good choice, good choice. So, uh, obviously, he's a singer. He was a singer, and... uh did you hear a lot of singing from, I think he was with the Sons of the Pioneers or that group? Yes, he was, and that's the longest-running group in history. Obviously not the same people, but the mm-hmm. longest group that has been intact. And uh, he started the Sons of the Pioneers, and uh, he just he loved to sing. And he was always humming happy trails or whistling it around the house. And that's really how he broke into show business was by singing in the Sons of the Pioneers for background in the movies. And um, so he didn't act at first. He was just singing in the movies. And then he became uh, an actor to replace Gene Autry when he was having a dispute with the contract, uh, with the, um, you know, Republic Studios. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm sure there were a lot of disputes in those days. and the, Well, it still is today. I remember yeah. one thing in the, which I think the people would be fascinated with, 
you know, the movie Mongols wanted him to change uh, his face a little bit, and you'd say, whoa. Oh, my goodness, yeah. I mean, like, you think they have to be perfect today. It was it was no different back then. Mm -hmm. They didn't like his eyes, his squinty eyes. He's Choctaw, he was part Choctaw Native American, and mm -hmm. he had squinty eyes, and so they gave him some prescription eye drops to relax the muscles and open his eyes up, and pretty soon he started getting fan mail from people saying, hey, what'd you do to Roy's eyes? We liked his eyes squinty. What are you doing? Yeah, so they, they quit that, and then they said, well, you're not you're not muscle, you know, you don't have enough muscles in your chest. you got to build yourself up and work out. So they told him to do handstands every day. So he did, and he got so good, he would walk from set to set on his hands. And they finally said, yeah, okay, never mind. And, <laughs> and people just liked him the way that he was. So what do you think was, uh, with all the cowboys, the, and he was a shy guy, as you say, there was something so much charisma with him that he uh, he did a movies and the television show and I, I had a subscription to his comic books uh -huh. what was that magic about him humility well, maybe know, I, I think what people loved about them were uh, was that um, they were really authentic they were themselves they were accessible they would stop and really spend time with their fans because Grandpa used to say, you know, if it weren't for the fans, there wouldn't be a Roy Rogers. So he really felt like he owed it to his fans to reciprocate and be kind and be grateful. for. It. He never forgot his roots and where he came from. Neither one of them did. But, you know, if it was a bad guy, you know, he was nice, but he'd punch him out. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and they never they never killed anybody. They just shot the gun out of their hands. I know. I mean, there was no. There was never any blood. All these no outlaws blood. had no blood, which is fine. <laughs> we were fine. You know, we had cap guns in those days. Nobody ever thought of causing harm to anybody. We just no. We were cowboys, and I was the uh, cowboy yep. on Elm Hill Avenue, and I was the only boy that lived on Elm Hill Avenue. So I had yeah. I had the best draw of any of them. So they, and I, used to, I love it. used to walk around with my Roy Rogers holsters and guns and hat yep. and, and the, the toys as well. Now, the story about the wonderful song, Happy Trails to You, just tell our audience a little bit about that. Well, you know, Grandma wrote that song, but I didn't find that out till I was in college. <laughs> I mean, I knew the song, but nobody tells me anything in my family, and that's one of my chapters, because... You have to find out by other people outside the family or by just flat-out asking. And I was listening to the radio one, one day in my dorm room, and I heard Dale Evans. So I turned, uh, I, you know, the name Dale Evans, so I turned up my radio, and the man on the radio was saying, uh, well, Dale Evans wrote that iconic song, Happy Trails. And I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> I went to the phone. I, I didn't even let Grandma answer. I said, Grandma, you wrote that? And she said, wait, wait wrote what, baby? And I said, Happy Trails. She goes, well, yeah. And I said, why didn't you ever tell me? And she said, well, honey, I just didn't think it was that important. And that was so like them. They were very understated about their, their job and about their career. And she didn't, you know, they were very humble. They didn't think that they were better than anyone else. And they treated everybody with respect and the same. And I had to find out stuff, you know, I, I'm still finding out stuff from my family, from other people. Because as a grandchild, you don't think about that stuff. You just, you're growing up and you're doing yeah. grandchildren things, you know? Well, that song's and, uh, a national treasure, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it has become, for sure. 
Uh, for those that just tuned in uh, with Julie Roger, we're a pleasure to speak with her. She's got a book, Your Heroes, My Grandparents, A Granddaughter's Love. You can tell the love that comes from you when you talk about it. That, that's really Oh, my a- gosh. I have, I have so many, so many wonderful memories. And the memories in my book are a lot of the things that we shared around their bedside. Uh, we were with them when they passed. And uh, there was a lot of love there and a lot of laughing about the very same stories that are in my book. So I thought, you know, I need to share them. And what's nice is that they're only three to four pages, so you don't have to read the book cover to cover. You can just open it up. Yeah, I like that. I like that in a memoir, in a book. That sounds really good. Of course, with every story, there's tragedy, and uh, three of the uh, children, did they die at an early age? Uh, very much. Uh, the one child they had, the only child they would have together biologically was Robin, and she was born with Down syndrome and heart problems, so she only lived to her just mm. before her second birthday. Mm. And um, that was before I was born. But then the one that really hit me was when Debbie, Debbie was killed in a bus accident coming home from Tijuana, but from bringing um, uh, toys and, and food and clothing to the the orphanage down there. She was doing a wonderful and deed, yeah. What's that? I mean, it's amazing. She was doing such a wonderful deed and then lost her yeah. life on the way back. And then lost lost her life. And she almost didn't go, and Grandma just was really tormented by that for a while after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, she was only six years older than me, and I used to follow her around a lot at the ranch, and I just looked up to her so much. And that was a hard thing for me. And I found out on my sixth birthday, and that's in the book. Um, and then Sandy, my other uncle, uh, passed away. He died in Germany. Really, really horrible. Just And then at the same time, Trigger died in that time span. So Grandpa just couldn't take it anymore. He had to move. So they packed up, sold their ranch to Val Kilmer's family, and then they moved out to Apple Valley and had to get away from all the memories. Yeah. Well, he had a lot of support, I know, with you folks. But uh, how long did Trigger live? Trigger, you know what? Trigger lived to be either 30 or 33. There is mm-hmm. some, you know, my my family says one thing, the, the papers, the other people say another thing. So I'm just going to leave it at he was in his early 30s when he died. <laughs> Because I could never figure it he was out. Definitely a hero too, and uh, I know he didn't give out many autographs, but he was a hero. So a lot of people say, "Well, Trigger remained because he was stuffed." Is that correct? Oh yeah. Oh, Grandpa would get so upset when people say stuffed, like he was stuffed with sawdust, like a beanbag. Okay. What did, um, yeah, d- yeah. He yeah. There was a, he had a, a form made of him before he passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, before Trigger passed. A fiberglass form, and then they stretch the skin over it, like they do at a natural history museum. And Gene Autry said, "Are you crazy, Roy? You know why are you spending so much money? Just stick him in the ground." And Roy said, "I just can't." He was Grandpa was so sentimental, and he said, "I think the fans would really like to see him in his rearing pose." And so they did. People would come knock at the door right at closing time on their family vacation, say, "Please let us just run in really quick and see Trigger." And they would do that, and um, yeah. So he did. He did mount him, uh, as well as buttermilk, 
which wasn't as beloved as Trigger yeah, was. Buttermilk, uh, like Dale's, horse. Dale's horse. Yeah, no, I know. Yes. I, when I was going to ask you that, I didn't feel comfortable saying stuffed, but I'm glad you explained <laughs> it. I'm glad you explained it a lot better. There. Where Where is Trigger now? Uh, Trigger, let's see, RFD TV bought him, and then uh, he got moved down to the, I think he's now at the stockyards in Texas, and there's a, a bit of a museum down there. And I, I believe that's where he ended up so far, um, for people to still, you know, come by and enjoy. But mm-hmm. he was a he was a great horse. Grandma used to say, though, don't get any ideas, Roy. If I when I die, if I go first, oh God, yeah, better not stuff me and put me up on buttermilk. <laughs> she had an interesting sense of humor. I I, uh, I gather oh, from yeah. uh, from oh, hearing yeah. they, all they that. They used to joke back and forth about that. <laughs> so, a couple of other questions, and I know you're busy with interviews, and I, I really believe your book's going to be a very good seller because there's so much love for simple times when we enjoyed your uh, your grandparents. But Roy did a lot of uh, horse riding and, and a lot of uh, physical things during the show. Was he able to get through it without any serious injuries? Well, not Really, I mean, he did have a neck surgery right about the time Debbie passed away, mm-hmm. and um, he, you know, he caught up with him in later years. He'd be sitting in his lazy boy chair, and uh, and Gene Autry would call, sitting in his lazy boy chair, and they would commiserate about all of the aches and pains that they had. <laughs> um, and you know, Grandpa also raced boats, and that's really hard on your neck because, you know, you, you bounce along the waves and it's pretty jolting. And so he, um, he was pretty sore. And Grandma used to say, well, Roy, was it worth it? And he'd say, yeah, it was. It was. How did, so, it work, um, uh, how did it work with all the filming? They must have been away a lot uh, doing all those shows, and then he was in movies and some TV appearances. Um, well, you know what was the nice thing was they owned 300-plus acres right in back of their house and so they actually did a lot of filming right on their property so they'd put on their makeup in their bedroom and they just walk out the back door mm. and start filming so they didn't always have to go places to do that that's wonderful well i'm yeah. sure they loved you very much do they have any nicknames for you um peanut and sugarfoot i knew there yep. would be some peanut and sugarfoot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right. so. they were they were such loving grandparents. I mean, you know, people always ask two things I get asked. Is Trigger really stuffed? Mm-hmm. And did you know them? And I always smile when I when they say, did you know them? Because I grew up literally, you know, at their house. And they were, I can't imagine any more loving grandparents than them. And again, they really spent time with family. I really, really put that high on their priority list. Sounds like you inherited their love, too. I hope so. I, Grandma used to say, "Baby, you are more like me than anybody in the family." And I think, "Ooh, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good thing or not." Do you have children? <laughs> of, do you have children of your own? Or I do. I have three sons, and this book was actually written for them. Yeah, well, yes, and that's right. You mentioned that. Married, yeah. and I have three grandchildren. So, um, yeah, I, I want to educate them on their great grandfather, and actually, my grandchildren's great great grandfather. I imagine so, they get a kick out of looking at some of their videos, huh? Yeah. Yeah, you know, kids that, that are this age now, do not they're not really into black and white. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. They just don't like black and white movies that much. But they really appreciate that that, that was their great-grandfather. And I, I, um, I think they really love it. Julie, your, your book is just released, and where can we get it? Is it just released? Yeah, it was released Monday. Oh, Monday, and, all right. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's on Amazon, and it's offered in hardback or paperback, and it's also on Barnes & Noble website and others that are not as big. Those are the main ones. And I'm, I'm getting a website up and running soon, and so they'll be able to... Uh, get a book there and have me sign it and send it back to them if they want. But I don't have that up yet, so I'm mm-hmm. hoping that I can come back to the, all these people and tell them where my website is. So, um, yeah. Well, I think you'd make a great cowgirl. It may not be your thing, but uh, you certainly have a lot of enthusiasm about what they did and the people that got so much pleasure from them, particularly these days, Julie, when we need some simple, fun and enjoyment, yes. so yep. they're going to love Absolutely. your book. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's really relevant for today, I feel like, even if you don't know Roy and Dale, um, just that relationship, that grandparent relationship, and just the solid, simple values that they stood for. It's just kind of refreshing to me to even go back over it. Julie, it's a pleasure to speak with you. I'm sorry I don't have my holsters that I had in the... When I was a kid, but you know, you get older, and then when you and when you get older, you say, "Oh man, I wish I saved that." But I know, because now they're like a lot of money on eBay. It's well, crazy. I'd still walk around with them at the radio station because they were so cool. <laughs> they were cool. Hey, take care of yourself, that. and uh, it's really a pleasure talking with you. Thank you. It's been fun to be on, and you have a good day. You too, Julie. Thank you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Bye. Ah, sweet young lady, huh? grandparents and a lovely granddaughter. It's nice to hear somebody special like that with uh, the love that she she got from that family growing up. It's called Your Heroes, My Grandparents, A Granddaughter's Love, Julie Rogers. The book has just been released. And I love a lot of pictures, and you'll find a lot of pictures in those books. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. I was so into Cowboys. Well, everybody was. There was a phase when all, lots, so many shows were on television. The Lone Ranger, The Cisco Kid, Gene Autry. Roy Rogers, Kit Carson. Do you think I watch too much television? Wild Bill Hickok. Can you, can you think of any? Of course, and of course, Hopalong Cassidy. Well, Hopalong was not his real name. <laughs> but they were great. I loved him with his black outfit and his, his horse called Topper. And Buttercup was... Uh, Grandma Dale's horse. Of course, there was Silver. And Tonto's ho- horse was Scout. Man, I should be good on... Ho- if they ever have horse trivia, I'm going to get on Jeopardy. Trying to think of other names of horses. Though, what other... Were there any others that I missed? Some of the cowboy shows that were so darn popular? Anyway, in my lunchtime oldie hour, we're going to have a Western flavor to the program. 
you're going to hear a lot of good Western songs from the past, so you can enjoy that, I hope. In the meantime, we have an open forum, and the number is uh, 889-5252. If you want to talk about, oh, there was Buck, uh, Buck Jones. Right, Buck Jones. There's another one that was on television. Rex Allen. My goodness, it's all coming back to me now. I'm going to just ride home, pretend I'm on a horse. I did get on a pony once. I got a little nauseous. So really not going to be a a horseman. You're on the air. Welcome. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. Boy, did that bring back memories. Oh, my goodness. I can recommend... Uh, Roy Rogers movie that's in color mm-hmm. and it's beautiful and we got a hold of it on a DVD and I know we got it on Amazon but it's called Under California Stars and of course Andy Devine cookies in it and you know Sons of the Pioneers and all that and I'm thinking from what she said I wonder if that was filmed on his one of his ranches. Well, he's, she said a lot of things were filmed right there because it was so darn big. And and it's funny. And then I wonder if maybe one of the boys or that he may have adopted might have been in it because this one had a young boy with a limp, and he had his own little pet dog, and he was an orphan, <clears throat> and Trigger gets stolen. And it, it's a really beautiful color movie, and boy, does Roy Rogers. I'll tell you what, in that movie, Under California Stars, he was athletic. Can you imagine riding, he, he would jump on Trigger's back, no saddle, and ride him at a full gallop without a saddle, and he, he, it was like he was glued onto his back. I don't know how he did it. Tonight I'm going to look at some of the videos I have and. Look That's at them a good special one. because uh, they also had in the uh, Roy Rogers TV show they had a a dog by the name of Bullet. Yeah, I remember that. But I don't, you know, when I I came at the tail end in the early '60s when they were still on TV. Tail end, good pun, yes. Mm-hmm. And you know, and then you saw them when you were riding towards the ranch doing that Happy Trails, and I do remember it was in black and white, and then you didn't really. It kind of ended in the early '60s, but yeah, I I remember things. And did you ever have the little? I think it was a little forty-five record, and they were colored like orange or yellow, and it had a Roy Rogers scene on the label. I had some records that were colored, but I didn't have any of the Roy Rogers records. But I, I had a Roy it, I had a lot of the toys. One. It started making me think of all the things. <clears throat> and then she mentioned Dusty. And the thing about the Dusty, her uncle, that's the one that's sitting on Roy Rogers' lap and he's reading um, no kidding. his comic book to him. So I, I, she brought back a lot of memories. I thought, uh, for you and the audience, that just talking to that girl, she seemed like one of the sweetest humans you're ever going to talk to. She well, was just so loving. She basically verified probably what everybody thought about, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Roy and Dale Evans, because, um, you know, we thought they were really nice people. So, um, you That's... know, so she just verified it, and obviously she is, too. So, Susan, you want to be a cowgirl? Oh, I was during my growing up around here. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I had the hat, and I had the cowboy boots. When we were kids... 
there was a place in Norwich where you could go. It was up on the street above Tongren's Shoe Store. And um, you could go in there and you could get little country and western outfits. And so I have pictures of me and my brother like I was six and he was eight. And we were dressed in, in the cowboy outfits. I had a little skirt and everything. I think I have a picture of me as a cowboy online somewhere, maybe on Facebook or something. Uh, It shows me with my uh, holsters and my cowboy hat, and uh, I'm about six years old. I think that's on there. And I can even remember the mailman. He lived in town, and I remember me and my brother would run out to get the mail, and we'd have our cow, our holsters on and everything. Hmm. And it was no big deal back then. No. We'd make comments about it. And no. it was just common. And I did get a pony. And you got a pony. See, I, I wanted a, a pony. pony. So I, I, I loved horses. Oh, true. I hate I hated to say it, but it's like half of the reason you tuned into Roy Rogers was for Trigger if you were a horse lover. Yeah, no, Trigger even had his own comic book. Oh, yeah. It's called he, Trigger. He was neat. Yeah. I, 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 you know, and so he was the other half of me being a horse lover and, and watching it. But, yeah, I do. The best movie, which shows a lot of everything that she told about Roy Rogers. And, yeah, now that she mentions it, he really was shy. Mm-hmm. He was not a big talker. And so uh, I would recommend Under California Stars because it is in color. Well, thanks for sharing from one cowboy to a cowgirl. Thank oh, you. Yes. Uh, You really did. You aced it today with that interview. That was really cool. Thank you so much, Sue. Thank you. Bye-bye. Any other cowboys in the the audience? Come on. Or were you a cattle rustler? How come every episode there was a stagecoach robbery? And they go, head them off at the pass. There were more stagecoach robberies. They should have had more protection on those stagecoaches. And as Julie said... They would just shoot the gun out of their hand. Of course, Roy had no problem punching them out. But there was no blood, and they didn't kill him, even though some of them deserved to get really shot in the bleep. But uh, it was amazing. Yippee-i-o-ki-a. You know that they were second only to Walt Disney in their merchandising? In the late 40s and 50s, they had over four hundred items with their name or likeness on it. Seemed as though all of the toys had Roy and Dale on them. I had I had half of them actually. And what I like about this memoir, each chapter stands alone, one short story after another. And there's a lot of humor in it and tenderness and it's nice. I hope you enjoyed that. It's a little change of pace. So if you want to talk about that or anything else, about your childhood and some of the things you watched when television first came out, like Kukla, Fran, and Ollie, and the Toast of the Town, there were, just like there were so many cowboy shows, there were so many puppet shows. That was very big in television, like Beanie and Cecil, Houdini and Pinhead. That's why I like puppets so much. I guess I grew up with puppet shows. And of course, Howdy Doody, the ultimate puppet show. All right, my friends. Remember the lunchtime oldie hour. We're going west. That's right. So put on your boots because we're going to get into some cowboy songs. 
So make sure you check that out. Hi, everybody. After a chilly start today, we are going to warm things up to about 60 degrees, partly to mostly sunny skies. It'll be breezy today, so keep that in mind. Tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, overnight low 42. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy early, perhaps an isolated shower, then becoming mostly sunny, high 64 shoreline, 70 degrees inland. Friday, mostly sunny, 75 shoreline, 84 degrees inland. Whoa. Saturday, mostly cloudy, breezy, high 68 shoreline, 76 degrees inland. And then Sunday, uh, mostly cloudy day, arising chance for rain and thunderstorms later in the day it'll be windy with highs in the mid to upper 60s in the early warning forecast center at channel 3 i'm meteorologist scott haney wishing you all a great safe and healthy wednesday so our listener appreciation day is going to be on june the 13th at dairy queen in taftville remember that's dairy queen in taftville you are invited we'd love to see you folks it's going to be from 11 to 1 and everybody that comes by gets a free ice cream. Plus, the nice people at Dairy Queen give us loads of giveaways, T-shirts, etc. I'd love to get an etc. It's all there. So that's June 13th. A lot of folks have been asking. I think I'm going to get my annual blizzard when I'm there. Just hope we don't have a blizzard, but it should be nice on June 13th. So put it, circle your calendar so you won't miss it. Everybody has a chance to meet each other, or if you just like to be an observer, that's okay, too. The Connecticut Department of Administrative Services is hiring for health care and direct support. Visit ct.gov slash ctstatejobs at ct.gov slash ctstatejobs for more information. This portion of our program, we can also take some swap and sell calls, buy, sell, trade, give the price if you like. If you'd like to squeeze one or two of them in as we get into yard sale season. It's a little nippy, but... We've certainly had a lot worse. It's currently 51 degrees, WICH, AM and FM. Sweet song by Patti LaBelle and Michael McDonald. Welcome to the program. Hi, I can't hear you. 
I cannot hear you for some reason. No, oh, let's try this line. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. Oh, hi. Well, you're on the I other line. I thought that was Taylor Dane for some reason. There was another line. Okay, fine. There you are. I thought that was uh, Taylor Dane. No, that was uh, played, Patty but... LaBelle and Michael McDonald. Mm-hmm. Are you a cowgirl? Well, um, the first and only doll that I got was Annie Oakley. Oh, there you go. Annie Oakley. Can't forget her. So I wanted to say, I, I listened to the interview and everything, and, you know, all I could remember was, um, and I watched, you know, uh, Dale Evans and Roy Rogers, and Roy Rogers uh, looks like Clint Black. Okay, I don't, yeah, I can picture Clint Black. I can see my maybe Clint how you would Black think that. Yeah, and Roy Rogers. Mm-hmm. Yep, they look the same. So um, that's great. That's all I wanted to share was, oh, the other thing was, every time I watch a Western uh, movie, when they're, like, galloping really fast, you know, in some of these movies, they were, like, jumping side to side over their saddle while the... um, Running. You know, there probably was amazing? a lot of probably was a lot of stuntmen too, right? because some of that stuff looked pretty dangerous. So maybe yeah, there it was pretty real. I don't think back in the day you can trick it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The, you know how it's done, but oh my God! You know, side to side, did you ride, jumping did, over the uh, saddle. Did you ever ride? A, did you ever? On. Did you ever ride a horse? Um. No, probably around... Oh, yes, I have. Besides the ones around tied to the pole, uh, yes, uh, in Vermont. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, they look huge. And we did, you know, a couple times, actually, bad experiences. Uh, you know, one was they started going a little too fast for me, and I just wanted to get off, so mm-hmm. I jumped off. Um and then the horse had to run back to the stable, you know, and I'm like walking back. I didn't care. I just wanted to get off. So that was it for it, your horse career. That was it, huh? Yeah. Well, um, no, I did, you know, in Vermont, get on one. And it looked like Marlboro country and uh, huge horses. I'm like, oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, it was fun. I, I'd do it again. I don't think yeah, I would. You got to face your fears, you know? I mean, know? I was, uh, almost fell off a merry-go-round, so I don't know if I'd get on a real horse. <laughs> but uh, I've done that, been there, yeah. Well, thank you for calling. You're welcome. Horseradish. No, this got nothing to do with horses. So Trigger is still there. He's still around. Deal's horse was Buttercup. I should play the song, Build Me Up Buttercup. But we're going to have a, a Western tinge to our lunchtime oldie hour. So I hope you will enjoy that. In the meantime, we do have time for another call or two, if you'd like to uh, ride in here, so to speak. The ran- They had ranches. What did what'd she say? 300 acres? They did some filming right at the house, so was neat. They could film something, and then uh, they go back to the house. Have a cup of coffee, whatever, and then go back and 
get a few more bandits and head to the saloon. They didn't call them bars in those days. It's saloons. Maybe somebody should open up a saloon. Just for the name itself would be so nostalgic. Yeah, let's go down to the saloon. Well, 7-Eleven is bringing back their Bring Your Own Cup Day. It's going to be on Saturday at participating stores. Customers can fill up their cups with Slurpees for just $1.99. In the past, people have filled up astronaut helmets, pie tins, and mason jars, among other things. So a Slurpee would just be $1.99. How how much are they usually? That sounds like about the right price for a Slurpee. Knowing these days, it's probably about $40 or so. Hmm. Hmm. Fifteen days left until Cinco de Mayo. Going to be prepared for that, Cinco de Mayo. People really have a good time. Yes, tequila. I know what you're thinking. Too much tequila. Some of the other things in the news today, there's some very odd stories that we like to pass along to you on a daily basis because it's remarkable the things that go on that some people do. And you say, no, that can't be true, but they're actually true stories. And we get them in, and they're verifiable. Some of the things that people do, you say, when? How could they have done that? Where did they have the nerve to do that? Hmm? Don't forget, after the 1 o'clock news, we'll be uh, talking with uh, somebody checking in from the Better Business Bureau because there are a lot of scams that are going around, and they're updated on all of them. And you can ask them questions. For instance, what do you do if you get this call or that call? I always say hang up, but some people don't do it. They just um, keep talking on the line, and that's what they want you to do. By the way, do we have any golfers in the audience? Okay. How would you like to get two holes in one? On the same day, a New York man recently hit two holes in one in the same round. Who's going to believe that? Well, it happened. Vincent Ferrero hit his first hole in one on the eighth hole. He nailed his second ace on the 17th hole. Vincent said that he is glad that his brother got to see his amazing feat. He bought the entire clubhouse a round of drinks. He's supposed to buy, well, he had two holes in one. He's supposed to buy him two drinks. In case you don't know it, when you get a hole in one, you're supposed to go in the clubhouse and buy everybody drinks. This guy took, got two holes in one. He could have gone completely broke. Must be thrilling to get a hole in one, huh? What do you think? And then there's a gentleman who is 96 year old who's a personal trainer. He says, 96 year old personal trainer from Connecticut is going viral. Miss Ann teaches fitness classes at the Orange Senior Center in Connecticut. I don't know exactly where that is. She says her oldest student is 100 years old. This is our newest thing, drumming on a younger yoga ball. A yoga ball. Wow. We have 10 drummers drumming every Thursday, so come on in and join the fun and have a rocking good time. See? You can, uh, if you're feeling okay, you can exercise at any age. And that has a lot to do with uh, keeping longevity. Six minutes till noon. If you'd like to come in with a swap and sell call or any other thing, uh, we got into the country mode. And I will 
play some great Western songs that I hope you will enjoy right after the news at noon. So stick around for that while we get you warmed up with a song by Waylon Jennings. You want to be a cowboy? Listen to this Cowboys song. Cowboys ain't easy to love and they're harder to hold. They'd rather give you a song than diamonds or gold. Long star belt buckles and old faded Levi's and each night begins a new day. If you don't understand him, he don't die yet. You'll probably just ride away. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Don't let them pick guitars or drive them old trucks. Let them be doctors and lawyers and such. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Smoky old pool rooms and clear mountain mornings. Little warm puppies and children and girls of the night. Them that don't know him won't like him, and them that do sometimes won't know how to take it. He ain't wrong, he's just different, but his pride won't let him do things to make you think he's right. Come on, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. That's when they used to ask me when I was a kid. They always ask you, what are you going to be when you grow up? And I said, partner, I'm going to be a cowboy. They never asked me again. Then when I got older, I said, what kind of salary do you think cowboys get? Hi, this is Kayla Bailey, Executive Director of the Eastern Connecticut Symphony Orchestra. Join us on Saturday, April 22nd at 7.30 p.m. at the Guard Arts Center in New London, Connecticut for our season finale concert, generously sponsored by Dominion Energy. The Earth Day-themed concert begins with Mendelssohn's Calm Sea and Prosperous Voyage. Shirley Kim, the 2022 instrumental competition winner, will then perform Bloch's Shalomo Rhapsody Hebraic, a cello concerto inspired by Jewish musical themes. After intermission, Kiru Okoye's voice is shouting out is her musical response to the 9-11 tragedy. Then Iman Habibi's Jetterbaum Spricht, which translates to Every Tree Speaks as a Beethoven-inspired piece addressing climate change. Finally, Debussy's epic La Mer will depict the sea and its ever-changing shape and shimmering surfaces through rich orchestral colors. Tickets are available starting at $35, with $12 tickets for anyone under 40 and active or retired military members. Just visit our website at ectsymphony.com or call 860-444-7373 for tickets. So before we get to our Western lunchtime oldies special today, 
couple of things to remind you about. Uh, United Way 211. Help is just a call away. That's 211. United Way 211 is a system to help via the telephone a single integrated source for information about community services, crisis intervention, intervention, and referrals to health and human services. So they can help you find anything. 211. It is assessed toll-free from anywhere in Connecticut by simply dialing 211. And it operates 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Multilingual call specialists and TDD access is available. Last year, 211 helped 23,351 callers from new specialists and TDD access. It's available. 211. That's pretty amazing. So, in other words, if you need a special doctor or anything, any information, what do you do? What do you do when you have this problem? Would you need an attorney? And they're there. Can't be easier than that. You don't have to run to look it up and go on the phone to try to look something up when. But how much does it cost now for information, huh? Personality Radio, WICOH. 94.5 W233DB FM Noon Breaking news this hour from townhall.com I'm John Scott Correspondent Julie Walker reports the Supreme Court is expected to rule on restrictions for the abortion pill Mifepristone. The legal fight over abortion comes less than a year after conservative justices reversed Roe v. Wade and allowed more than a dozen states to effectively ban abortion outright. Even as the abortion landscape changed dramatically in several states, abortion opponents set their sights on medication abortions, which make up more than half of all abortions in the U.S. Correspondent Julie Walker. Also at townhall.com, Alabama investigators say two people have been arrested and charged with murder in connection with an Alabama shooting. Four young people were killed at a Sweet 16 birthday party. Fifth Circuit District Attorney Mike Segrist. I will tell you that even though these are 16 and 17 year olds, we will be charging them as adults in this. Saturday's violence shocked the small town of Dadeville in addition to the four young people who died. Another 32 were wounded, some critically. House Homeland Security Committee Chairman Mark Green of Tennessee says Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has shown no respect for government protocols. Secretary Mayorkas, need I remind you that Congress makes the laws and the executive branch is obligated to follow those laws? Apparently the answer to that question is yes, because since you've become secretary, You've disregarded the laws written by this branch of government, laws passed by both Republicans and Democrats. Republicans are grilling Mayorkas on the Biden administration's efforts to tackle the flow of migrants and drugs across the U.S. borders. On Wall Street, stocks have been lower. The Dow is off 87 points. The Nasdaq losing 11. More at townhall.com. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. 
To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. On the international front, the presidents of Israel and Germany have met at the site of the Warsaw Ghetto to mark the 80th anniversary of the Jewish uprising there during World War II. At its height in the Warsaw Ghetto, the Germans imprisoned close to half a million people behind tall brick walls. 300,000 people were transported to the Treblinka death camp. And by April 1943, a small group of about 500 young men and women decided that they would take up arms. They decided that they would not go to their deaths like lambs to the slaughter. And even though they were armed with only pistols or grenades against the might of the German army, the fighting went on for three weeks. CBC correspondent Adam Easton reporting from Warsaw, Poland. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. Moscow tries to infiltrate U.S. society. Keith Peters has more. Four Americans affiliated with a black empowerment and political organization have been charged along with three Russians with conspiring to covertly sow discord in U.S. society, spread Russian propaganda, and interfere in U.S. elections. An indictment unsealed Tuesday adds the new defendants to an existing case in Tampa, Florida, federal court involving Alexander Ionov, described by prosecutors as the founder of a Moscow-based organization funded by the Russian government to carry out an influence campaign in the U.S. The four Americans are all part of the African People's Socialist Party and Uhuru Movement, which has locations in St. Petersburg, Florida, and St. Louis. Keith Peters reporting. Another check on Wall Street now. The Dow is down 93 points. The Nasdaq off 20. More on these stories at townhall.com. I'm John Scott. And I am Stu Breyer, Cowboy Stu. We have our Western lunchtime oldies. So settle back before we go and uh, ride the range, play you some cowboy songs. What do you think?
those days we weren't considered fun Our cowboy's work is never done He'd fight crime all the time Cowboy's work is never done, and uh, we're not done till the end of this hour because it's our lunchtime oldie western hour. We're going to play some very interesting songs to make you feel like you're a cowboy or a cowgirl. Yeah, we don't we don't forget cowgirls either. We don't do that on this program. So you're probably saying, are there any songs about cowgirls? Well, there is one. This is done by Brooks and Dunn. It's called Cowgirls Don't Cry. Well, I love the fiddle, don't you? Her daddy gave her her first pony Then taught her to ride She climbed high Well, I don't know how many times He taught her a lesson that she learned Maybe a little too well Cowgirls don't cry Ride, baby, ride Lessons of life are gonna show you in time Soon enough, you're gonna know why Right. She wanted a house, a home, and babies. He started coming home late at night. She didn't let him see it break her heart. She didn't let him see her fall apart. 
Cause cowgirls don't cry Ride, baby, ride Lessons of life are gonna show you in time Soon enough, you're gonna know why It's gonna hurt every now and then If you forget back on again Cowgirls don't cry Mama's voice, she'd been crying Said, it's your daddy, you need to come home This is it, I think he's dying She laid the phone down by his head Last words that he said girl, don't cry goes west yippee did you know that Elton John has a song about Roy Rogers well you're gonna know it now here's Elton John I used to watch Roy on the television and nothing else in the world mattered just watching Roy and Trigger and Dale and Buttercup sometimes you dream sometimes it seems there's nothing there at all You just seem older than yesterday And you're waiting for tomorrow to call You draw to the curtains One thing's for certain You're cozy
Chuck's Roy Rogers are riding tonight. 16 after 12, Stu Breyer, Western songs today. Saluting Roy and Hoppy and all of them. Hey, we got a sing-along for you. I know you know the words to this song, and here's Roy Rogers to start it off for you, partners. Come on, let me hear it. glittering stars Have I stood there amazed and asked as I gazed if their glory exceeds that of ours part of the west tis unlikely he'll ever return to the banks of 
of Red River Where seldom, if ever, their flickering campfires burn and the Sons of the Pioneer. You didn't know there were so many verses in Home on the Range, but uh, we get the gist of what we usually sing, just the Home on the Range part. You know, cowboys had to do a lot of moving the cattle around. Yeah, what an easy job, you know. That's a hard day's job there. Frankie Lane playing the Western sounds today on our lunchtime oldie break. And, of course, we all love those scenes when who was the fastest drawer in the West? Did you ever see the movie High Noon? A lot of tension there. So I want to play another song by Frankie Lane. It's one of the great cowboy movies of all time. High Noon. to town the good and the bad do not forsake me oh my darling on this our wedding day do not forsake me oh my darling Fate awaits me 
I only know I must be brave And I must face a man who hates me Or lie a coward A craven coward Or lie a coward In my grave be torn twigs love and duty supposing i lose my fair-haired beauty look at that big hand move along near in high noon he made a vow while in state's prison vowed it would be my life for his and i'm not afraid of death but oh what will i do if you Forsake me, oh my darling You made that promise as a bride Do not forsake me, oh my darling Although you're grieving Don't think of leaving Now that I need you by my side Wait a long Wait a long Wait a long Wait a long So many movies about uh, going out and leaving the saloon and People drawing at each other. Usually the good guy won. So here's another example. You may have seen this in the movie Liberty Valance. Who's the fastest gun in the West? There's always somebody faster. Thank goodness it's the good guys. When Liberty Valance rode to town, the women folk would hide. They'd hide. When Liberty Valance walked around, the men would step aside. Because the point of a gun was the only law that Liberty understood. When it came to shooting straight and fast, he was mighty good. From out of the east, a stranger came, a law book in his hand. Oh, man. The kind of a man the West would need to tame a troubled land. Cause the point of a gun was the only law that Liberty understood. When it came to shooting straight and fast, he was mighty good. Many a man would face his gun and many a man would fall. The man who shot Liberty Valance, he shot Liberty Valance. He was the bravest of them all. The love of a girl can make a man stay on when he should go. Stay on. Just trying to build a peaceful life where love is free to grow. But the point of a gun was the only law that liberty understood. When the final showdown came at last, 
A law book was no good. Alone and afraid, she prayed that he'd return that fateful night. Oh, that night. When nothing she said could keep her man from going out to fight. From the moment a girl gets to be full grown, the very first thing she learns when two men go out to face each other. Only one returns. Everyone heard two shots ring out. One shot made Liberty fall. The man who shot Liberty Valance, he shot Liberty Valance. He was the bravest of them all. The man who shot Liberty Valance, he shot Liberty Valance. Was the bravest of them all. Ah, yes. The fastest gun in the West. There's always somebody that rides into town, somebody who just held up a stagecoach, and everybody ran into the saloon because he was ornery and scary. How many of those shows were like that, right? He'd throw a coin on the car and say, Give me a booze, Earl. He always had that deep voice. Uh, those were the, ga- the days, those great cowboy films, huh? We got some more coming up on WICHAM and FM, and I hope you will uh, stick around for that as we go completely west today after interviewing the granddaughter of the great Roy Rogers. How many. Wonderful times that we have watching Roy Rogers films and rooting for him against the bad guys. Remember he had a... was called Nellie Bell. Wasn't that the car that uh, his sidekick drove? Yeah, Nellie Bell. They had names for everything, didn't they? All right, stick around because we have a lot more. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson with a message about community banking. If you're a business owner, have you considered banking locally? By doing so, you'll get the benefits of working with lenders who understand your market because they live and work in the same community you do. And because of this, decision-making can be done quickly and efficiently, making it easier for your business to get to work. By working together, communities can thrive. We're glad to do our part. Dime Bank Community Banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Family is everything. This is Allison Hedigan from Generations Family Health Center. At Generations, we know that the health of those you love is more important than anything else. Generations Family Health Center with locations in Danielson, Norwich, Putnam and Willimantic is here for your entire family, every generation. From pediatrics to geriatrics and everything in between, wellness exams, sick visits, managing your illnesses. At our health centers or via telehealth, with generations, you have found a health care home. Visit our site in Norwich for all your medical needs. Learn more at genhealth.org or call today, 860-885-1308 to make a medical appointment. That's 860-885-1308. 1308. New patients of all ages are welcome. Generations Family Health Center. Norwich Pharmacy. Where family is everything. Generations Family Health Center. Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. 
It's time to save big on the number one selling farm tractor in the world at Dubay's Tractor Center, just off of Cucumber Hill Road on the Connecticut Rhode Island border in Danielson. Come and see the Mahindra Model 1626 today. The Mahindra 1626 tractor is powered by the quiet and reliable Mitsubishi three-cylinder diesel engine and comes with the industry's first seven-year limited powertrain warranty. It's affordable with 0% financing available for 72 months through April 30th. Buy now and save an additional $1,000 with the power package. Three Mahindra implements with tractor. Choose from a loader, a backhoe, a grapple, a snowblower, rake, and more. Test drive the amazing Mahindra 626 today at Dubay's Tractor Center, 65 Dubay Drive in Danielson, your local Mahindra tractor and implement headquarters. Celebrating 47 years of selling and servicing the finest in outdoor power equipment. Check them out online at DubayTractor.com. Norwich Pharmacy is now open at 77 Salem Turnpike, serving Norwich and neighboring towns. They are accepting all types of insurance. Former customers of Utley & Jones are encouraged to call or stop by for the same exceptional customer service. They're offering blister packaging for all prescriptions at no additional charge and vaccines without an appointment. They carry all kinds of medical supplies, offer a 20% discount for seniors and veterans with free home delivery. Go to NorwichPharmacy.com or call 860-383-2630. Well, there were some bad hombres on the West, just like everywhere else in the olden days. You may remember a troubleshooter by the name of Ringo. Not the drummer. He lay face down on the desert sand, clutching a six-gun in his hand. Shot from behind, I thought he was dead, for under his heart was an ounce of lead. But a spark still burned, so I used my knife, and late that night, I saved the life of Ringo. I nursed him till the danger passed. The days went by, he mended fast. And then from dawn till setting sun, he practiced with that deadly gun. And hour on hour, I watched in awe. No human being could match the draw of Ringo. One day we rode the mountain crest, and I went east, and he went west. I took to law and wore a star, while he spread terror near and far. With lead and blood he gained such fame all through the west, they feared the name of Ringo. I knew someday I'd face the test, which one of us would be the best. And sure enough, the word came down that he was holed up in the town. I left the posse out in the street, and I went in alone to meet Ringo. said my speed was next to none, but my lightning draw had just begun when I heard a blast that stung my wrist. The gun went flying from my fist, and I was looking down the bore of the deadly 44 of Ringo. say that was the only time that anyone had seen him smile. He slowly lowered his gun and then he said to me, we're even friend. And so at last I understood that there was still a spark of good in Ringo. I blocked the path of his retreat. He turned and stepped into the street. A dozen guns spit fire and lead. A moment later, he lay dead. The town began to shout and cheer, 
Nowhere was the shed a tear for Ringo. Ringo. The story spread throughout the land that I had beaten Ringo's hand. And it was just the years, they say, that made me put my guns away. But on his grave, they can't explain the tarnished star above the name of Ringo. Didn't have a song, I Want to Hold Your Gun, or something like that. Uh, Lauren Green had a major hit with a song called Ringo. Are you ready for another sing-along? Come on, partners. I'm counting on you. Here we go. Gene Autry's here.
Back in the saddle again, Gene Autry. Didn't he have a unique voice? What a great voice. Gene Autry had one of the biggest Christmas hits of all time, of course, with Rudolph playing the Westerns today. Imagine somebody tuning in for the first time. Oh, my goodness. What kind of a format are they doing there? Well, it's in honor of all the Cowboys. That's what I'm doing this hour. Here's Ronnie Millsap, Cowboys and Clowns. Some clowns are cowboys, right? Ladies take to cowboys like kids take to clowns. They both love them without asking why. There's those come on looks and laughter, but when it's time for leaving town, seems nobody cares enough to cry. Everybody loves cowboys and clowns You're everybody's hero for just a little while But when the goodbyes are said And the spotlight goes dead There's no one left who cares to hang around To love the cowboys Cowboys love candlelight and lacy things on ladies, while kids love carousels and funny painted faces. brings you down no one to hold you close when the morning comes around everybody loves cowboys and clowns you're everybody's hero for just a little while but when the goodbyes are said and the spotlight goes dead There's no one left who cares to hang around to love the cowboys and clowns. Cowboys and clowns. Cowboys and clowns. People are crazy about clowns anymore for some reason, but cowboys are still cool, huh? Ronnie Millsap, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies, saluting Westerns. No, not the egg, the Western, but the Western movies, the Western TV shows, and all the cowboy fun that we had, huh? TV shooting 
up the land and, mm -hmm, My baby love the western blues My baby love the western blues mm -hmm, My baby love the western blues I call the baby on the telephone Slow down with that cap gun there, buddy. That's a group called the Olympics. They were one-hit wonders and a little bit of a Western song from them. We got you covered here with uh, some of the great Western songs and singers. A little salute to them because uh, earlier in the program today, I interviewed the granddaughter of the great Roy Rogers, known as the King of the Cowboys. If you missed it, you can get it on your podcast a little bit later on. In the meantime, we got, uh, boy, you know, cowboys just didn't sit around the ranch. They had to do a lot of stuff like this. Hey, no animals hey. were hurt during this song. Mule train. Hey, hey. Mule train. Liberty clapping over hill and plain. Seems as how they never Stop, clippity clap, clippity clap, clippity, 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 clippity clapping along. There's a plug of chartabacky for a rancher in Corona, a guitar for a cowboy way out in Arizona, a dress of calico for a pretty Navajo. Get along, you get along. You train. Clippity-clop, 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 clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-clippity-
Clippity clap, clippity clap, clippity 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 clapping along. There's a letter full of sadness in this black around the border. A pair of boots for someone who had to made the order. A Bible in the pack for the Reverend Mr. Black. Get along, yeah! Get along. He was into whips in those days. Easy, easy, easy. He wasn't even out of the living room yet when he was doing that. It's uh, 1247. We've got 53 degrees. The forecast today is, you know, upper 50s and then warms up as the week progresses. But right now it is 53. There's a song called Cowboys to Girls. We started off at Cowboys in the Neighborhood, and then we noticed some of the cowgirls. And uh, here are the intruders. Shoot em up, shoot em up, bang, bang, baby. I remember, and I chased the girls and beat them up. to girls. Can't you have both in your life? I don't know. How are we doing on the time here? Okay. Some more uh, songs at the ranch. Remember when uh, western songs were really western songs? I mean, they really sounded like western songs, huh? 
Hey, good looking. See my cowboy boots? Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? I'm Oldies Goes Western today for a, an interesting hour. Got influenced by talking with Roy Rogers' granddaughter earlier today on the show. Remember the singing cowboys? I don't know in real life if they used to ride their horse with a, with a guitar in their hands and, and do a little yodeling, but I'd like to think so, huh? Here's a great yodeler. The cattle are prowling, the coyotes are howling, we out where the dog is born. Where spurs are a jingling, a cowboy is singing this lonesome cattle call. 
he rides in the sun till his day's work is done as he rounds up the cattle each fall. Singing his cattle call. With an old western drawl Singing his cattle Attention when you're riding that horse, huh? What any accidents? So the song "Happy Trails" to you, as I close out our lunchtime oldie with this, was written by Dale Evans. And when they had their television show, they always closed it with this song.
Alan Parton, I hope you enjoyed our little Western hour. Happy trails to you until we meet again. Happy trails to you. Keep smiling until then. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and bring the sunny way. After the news, Kristen from the Better Business Bureau will be joining us. WICHAM 1310-94.5-233-DB. Right now it is 1 o'clock. What's in the news? Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. A decision expected today from the Supreme Court on whether women will face restrictions in getting a drug used in the most common method of abortion in the U.S. That drug... Methapristone. Meanwhile, Senate Republicans still trying to come to terms on a national strategy on abortion. Correspondent Bob Agnew has more. Roe versus Wade may be overturned, but that decades-long battle has given way to yet another front line on Capitol Hill, the intra-party debate among Republicans over whether the party should allow states their newfound freedom to regulate abortion or pursue a nationwide abortion law. Among those favoring a nationwide law, likely presidential candidate Tim Scott says primary voters want to know that somebody is pro-life and fight for it. Others fear the specter of a federal abortion ban turns voters off and may have led to some GOP losses in the midterm elections. Bob Agner reporting. Also at townhall.com, two people have been arrested and charged with murder in connection with an Alabama shooting last Saturday. Four young people were killed at a birthday party in Dadeville. In addition to the four young people who died, another 32 were wounded, some critically. Fifth Circuit District Attorney Mike Segret says this is a complex case. We mentioned four counts of reckless murder. Obviously, that just includes the four deceased that have been reported. Okay, We've got a lot more victims in this. We've still got four that are in hospital, uh, four that are in critical condition. There'll be pending charges coming. The two suspects will be charged as adults. And carmaker Tesla has dropped the starting prices for its two top-selling models overnight. The company's fourth price cut this year. The Dow is down 70 points, but the NASDAQ is up three. More at townhall.com. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I should be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. 
Better Business uh, Union is here to protect you. Protect you from the scammers. And there's always some new things that we have to look out for. Kristen uh, is on the line from the Better Business Bureau. Hello. How are you? Hello. I'm good. How are you? Good. You're keeping us good and safe, as always? I'm trying. I'm trying as hard as I can. But you know those scammers always seem to be one step ahead. I know. It's amazing. It's just... Never stops, but you're there to hopefully stop a lot. Uh, this is uh, one that we haven't talked about, so I want to get to it because there's going to be a lot of June brides. I don't know if they've gotten their uh, wedding dress yet, but uh, there's some problems there as well, right? Yeah, this is not necessarily scams, although it can lead us into some of the scams that are out there because, of course, so much money made in the bridal industry that scammers do take advantage of it. But, you know, this week the news came out that one of the nation's largest bridal retailers, David's Bridal, it has filed for a second time for bankruptcy. And that's got a lot of brides worried because when you order a dress, it's just not placed in your hands. It has to be made. It has to be sent out for alterations. And so they feel like they're in limbo now. What do they do? So we have some tips. Um, first of all, it's important to note that David's Bridal did announce that while they are filing for bankruptcy, they plan to continue to keep all of their doors open. They have said that none of the Connecticut stores will be closing and that they'll be operating as usual both in person, in the stores, and online. But that being said, no matter where you shop, or your wedding dress or your prom dress, because prom is coming up next month, um, or even a tuxedo, there are some tips that you need to be aware of to, to make your shopping trip go smoothly. Give us a couple of tips. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the, the biggest one I would say is you're waiting for your dress to come back. They call you. They say your dress is, the alterations are done. Your dress is ready to be picked up. Pick it up promptly. Do not leave it in the store. That's not the safest place for it to be. You have no control over what happens in the store. You don't know if sometime down the road that store is going to close. And if it closes, you may not have a dress. So pick up that dress promptly and get it home. That's where it's the safest. Um, also want to make sure to do your research before spending money. Research dress shops on BBB.org. You would find that David's Bridal actually gets an F rating from Better Business Bureau. You know, they do a large volume of sales. So it's not a complete surprise that they would have a larger amount of complaints. That usually comes with the territory with bigger companies. I think the concern comes in with the fact that when we look at those complaints, there are a number of them that the company has failed to respond to. And what also concerns us is the lack of resolution of those complaints. So you, no matter where you're going to shop, whether it's in person or online, you really want to look up those companies first and see what other people are saying. Look at the reviews, read the complaints, and then look at how that company handles those complaints and decide for yourself whether you would be satisfied with the way they've handled this person's complaint. Also important to note that if you already have a monetary claim against David's Bridal, now that they've entered bankruptcy, you need to file it with the U.S. Bankruptcy Court in order to get your money back. It's good advice. We don't want the bride wearing jeans on her special day. <laughs> So you want to make sure that that uh, goes very, very well. Lately, um, we've been advertising and talking to listeners. Uh, they're getting phone calls about Medicare and this and that. And uh, I think there's been some big-time scams on that recently. Am I correct? There have been uh, Medicare scams for forever, it seems like. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is another place where... 
people unfortunately get taken advantage of. They they get these phone calls. Now we're seeing more text messages. Uh, and I think it's really important to know that a government agency is not going to call you on the phone. They're not going to text you on the phone. They're not even going to email you. You're going to get a letter in the mail if there's anything concerning um, action by the federal government. And so you should immediately hang up the phone or swipe and delete that text message. Don't Don't click on any links in emails because it's going to end up being something that's going to hurt you down the line. If you if you click on that link, they can download malware onto your phone or your computer. So that's really important to note. Um, if you fill out any forms with your sensitive information, they can steal your identity. So what you need to do is go straight to the source. You need to go to the government web, uh, website. You need to, to call them yourself, not the number that's in the email or, or the text message or the phone number they gave you over the phone, but actually look up the number that you need to call and then call and say, is there an issue with with my Medicare? Um, but definitely do not respond to these scammers. Lately, uh, Kristen, I've been getting um, emails about once or twice a week saying uh, you're, something's wrong with your email connection and you've got to get, uh, you're not getting some of your emails and you have to go here and go there. And uh, right. uh, Are you familiar with that one? Well, I am, and I actually um, found out about a recent scam that sounds just like that. Uh, this is an interesting story that will lead me into answering your question. There is a, a retired surgeon here in Connecticut. He, his wife was on their home computer. He got a pop-up saying that um, money had been stolen out of their Bank of America account, over $28,000. And in order to rectify the situation, he had to take that exact same amount out and then put it into cryptocurrency. And he had that, you know, that feeling in his, that gut feeling of this isn't right, but he was also very, very scared, because um, that's a lot of money. So he went to the bank, and at first they wouldn't give him the money, because that's a lot of money. Um, they got a manager involved, and they decided this man was of sound mind, they gave him the money in $100 bills. Mm-hmm. He had to go to a cryptocurrency machine. It only took um, $15,000, and he had over 28000 He stood there and put $100 bills in one at a time until he got to the 15000 Then he had to find another cryptocurrency machine, did it again. All the while, the scammers on the phone, they pretended to be with Apple Computer, said, we need to get you to a fraud specialist at Bank of America. He did all that. So he talked to two different scammers. They're, they're on the line. His family is trying to get a hold of him. They're saying, oh, don't tell your family where you are. Go to another bank and take out more money. His family ended up tracking where he was, called the police, had the police meet him and stop him from taking out another $28,000. As he's telling me this story, he's like, I can't believe this happened to me. I can't believe I fell for it. I mean, these people are so good. Well, a few weeks later, a pop-up, an email on his computer. This time they're saying, you have a problem with your Internet, what, what you're describing. We need access to your computer so our IT technicians can get on there and they can fix the problem. Well, it's, the scammers had his, had his number. They had his information. So they could just pretend, oh, now we're with the Internet company. We're not with the bank anymore. And luckily he didn't fall for it that time. But that's what's happening is that these scammers, they're the same people, and they're just they, – they, they have the same uh, end goal, but they just kind of change, you know, what they are, you know, whether they're trying to steal your money through cryptocurrency or whether they're trying to fix your uh, computer. Unfortunately, you have to be careful of any kind of unsolicited message. 
anything where you don't know who the person is on the other line, if they're trying to get you money, never give them money. If you don't know them, if you haven't met them in person, never give them money and never give them your personal information, whether that be your social security number or any kind of information that could allow them to get onto your computer or onto your phone to steal your information. Christian, you said uh, uh, F rating. Is that the lowest rating you can get? Mm-hmm, it is. Correct. So uh, how many complaints do you have to get from some people to put them in that category? So that's a really interesting question, and it's something that I've learned a lot about in my year with BBB. It's different depending on the volume uh, that you do. The larger the business, you are, it's a, uh, an acceptable, the acceptable number gets bigger more sales you have. So like a little mom and pop shop wouldn't be able to get as many negative complaints as a larger, like a a much larger company. Um, And it's not reviews, it's complaints. Reviews have nothing to do with the letter rating. As, As much as we try to ensure that the reviews are accurate and valid, there's not a 100% guarantee so we don't even factor the reviews in. What we factor in are the complaints. And the difference between a review and a complaint is a complaint is where you're actually looking for resolution, most likely monetary resolution. And so we're sort of the arbitrator. We go back and forth until we try to we can get something that um, is satisfactory to both the business and the um, the consumer. Where a review is, you just put your review out there, and that's it. We have a question from someone in the audience, I believe. Hi, WICH. Yes, I have a question that maybe she might be able to answer to see if it, how true or how good it is. Mm-hmm. It's an antima. It's a medical solutions that you get. What is this all about, and do you have to pay on this? Because a friend of mine has this, and it helps pay for food, medical, dental, but is there any catches to it? Have you heard Can of you that one? spell it? I'm not familiar with it. Can you spell what it's called? Spell it. e, it's A E T N A Medical Solutions. A E T N A Medical Solutions. You have to have medical part A and B to qualify. Unfortunately, I have never heard of it. I'm trying to look it up right now on bbb.org. Because um, she has it and she uses it, but is there a catch? Do you have to pay with your Social Security for it? What is the the solutions of it? We have a organization, Senior Resources. You may want to check with them. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. looking, at, and I'm I'm not seeing any information I've on it. I hate to not be before. able to give you an answer, but I'm just not mm-hmm. familiar with it, and I don't want to give the wrong answer. Wow. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You have any questions for uh, from our guest from Better Business Bureau? So you go into a store, and uh, they have put the wrong price in there, and it should be a, a bigger price. Do they have to honor that? You mean they charged you more than they should have, or they didn't charge you enough? They didn't charge you enough because um, the <laughs> Well, ticket... do you want to be honest or no? I guess that's the question. No, so I you're mean, saying you bought something and I, then you realized you didn't pay as much as you were supposed I to. Meant, I meant uh, you charged more than you, you should have, or oh, yeah. they, they mix up the price tags or something. Gotcha. A lot, of, a lot of stores will actually, at the cash register, there will be a notice that says, if you've been overcharged, we will pay you the difference and plus X amount up to this amount. Mm-hmm. So they'll not only honor it, but they'll actually give you some extra money back for their mistake. Yeah, if they have a lower price, then, uh, and you want to buy it at that price, but they say, oh, it's more, it shouldn't be that, then they have to go along with the lower price. 
Right, right. And, and that goes back to, well, there may not be an actual, like, law, but, you know, consumer satisfaction, and do you want your customers to keep coming back or not? Mm-hmm. Hi, WYCH, you have a question for our guest. Yes. Um, I, I've had well, emails from Facebook friends and, and friends that if I, if I contact this person, they'll give me $50,000. And I've always been thought taught that if it sounds too good to be true, it is. Um, have you heard of that one? I sure have. Because I've gotten it from a couple of people, uh, and, we, you know, we, it's so tempting. Uh, it is. Yeah, and it, it, Thank you. Are, yeah. um, there are fake government grant scams. There are imposter scams. These are scams that popped up a lot during the pandemic with all of the money that was out there. You have to remember that hackers can steal people's Facebook accounts and pretend to be people they aren't. So you may think that's your friend, but it's really someone that's stolen their Facebook picture, stolen their Facebook profile, and they're reaching out to you pretending to be this close associate, this friend, this family member, this neighbor, and they're really not. And what you need to do is instead of engaging with them on Facebook, you you pick up the phone and call your friend, or you see them face-to-face and say, did you really send me this Facebook message? you're going to find out that they didn't. If I had all the money that I'm offered every week, I would have more money than Elon Musk. <laughs> I'm telling you, I guess, you know, why would somebody just, oh, I'm going to give you this, I'm going to give you that, right? I don't know we what also, world they think we're in. We also see this um, with charity scams. Someone will pretend to be your neighbor or a friend and say, hey, my uncle was in this earthquake. Mm-hmm. I'm raising money. Can you send me some money so I can send? I'm collecting donations, and so it's not so much of I want to give you money. In this case, they're preying upon you know our good hearts and us wanting to help. It's amazing. Hi, WICH. Uh, question for our guest. Yes, um, my name is Patrice. I have a question. If there's no rating with the Better Business Bureau, um, what does that mean? That is a great question, too. Uh, sometimes what happen is if we've just learned about this business, say we found it, uh, there was a, a scam alert that came in from someone, we put it in there and we put NR no rating as we are investigating whether or not it's a legitimate company. And so it will have that NR until we determine whether this is a real company and this is a complaint against this company or this is a scam. Because we have something called the scam tracker. It's bbb.org slash scam tracker. So, so when someone wants to report um, being taken advantage of by not so much a real company, but an actual scammer, sometimes they're like halfway across the globe, um, that's where that would go. But sometimes people report scams about real businesses. And so we, we need to take some time to determine whether or not, not that's a real business. And so you'll see that NR until we make that determination. If you're getting tons of calls about a real business uh, doing the wrong thing, um, would there be a point where you'd have a way to shut them down? There's a couple things we do. First, we do an investigation. We gather all of this information to determine um, whether or not they they have, you know, obviously failed to fulfill whatever they're supposed to fulfill as a, a, as a company. But then because we're a nonprofit organization, we don't have those sorts of powers. We will take that information and we will give it to the people who do. So we're talking about the Attorney General's Office, the Department of Consumer Protection, the Police Department. So once we gather all of that information together, then we can bring that 
to those powers of authority who then have, obviously, um, more of a, an ability to, to shut these companies down. So we play a part in all of that. I beg and I plead the audience uh, many times, don't, don't get into a conversation with these people, but some people just can't help themselves. <laughs> How's it important just not to deal with it? Well, and a lot of times when we're talking about these text messages, these unsolicited text messages, it's just a bot on the other end. It's not even a real person. But if you respond, then they'll know that this is a working phone number. And then they will continue to target you with different scams. So that's example A of why you really should just ignore them. So easy. I mean, you know, a couple of years ago, more people, you know, weren't privy to all of this. And but now more and more of us are, and they just keep changing it up a little bit and things like that. Yeah, and this, these latest scams, I don't know if you've learned much or heard much about AI, this artificial intelligence. Oh, yes. Uh, They're what, taking people's pictures and videos, mm-hmm. celebrities, politicians, and they're using this amazing technology for horrible things where they're actually creating videos with audio that look and sound like the real person and they're using them for endorsements for all sorts of things and these aren't these aren't actual endorsements at all um i just read an article about a woman who's who got uh it was a one million dollar kidnapping hoax she was on a trip to colorado a ski trip she gets a phone number and it sounds like her daughter's been kidnapped like it's her daughter's voice oh my god and they're trying yeah. to extort a million dollars from this woman um, and luckily, within five minutes, they realized that it wasn't their daughter. They called the police. They had um, She had her husband on the mm-hmm. phone, and they realized that her daughter was in her room, uh, in her hotel room. But that's really scary because now it's jumped from using celebrities um, for these fake endorsements mm-hmm. to now, like, targeting real people who, you know, obviously, if your daughter's kidnapped, like, that's very scary. And you're going to do everything in your power to move heaven and earth to, to save them and get them to safety. Um, and they know that, and they prey upon us that way, too. So you really have to slow down and pause and, and really ask the right questions, especially if it's someone that you know, because you're going to know a lot of information about them that the scammer won't. Well, Christian, uh, this is just the beginning of AI. You know, it's very scary stuff. Who knows what next? Mm-hmm. I, I do understand, though, Microsoft and a bunch of the other uh, sophomore companies, broadcasting companies, uh, media companies, they, they're trying to create something where it would actually be able to show you whether it was legitimate or not. And, and so you could actually look up, sort of like how we say now, do a reverse Google image search of a picture to see if it's valid or not. This will take it one or ten steps further uh, and help us determine whether this artificial intelligence, if this is the real deal or not. Um, but it's not out yet. So in the meantime, we have to be very careful. So let me just understand a little bit. Well, it's going to be impossible for me to understand this. But <laughs> somebody would call you and... Uh, You'd answer the phone, and you know, and they'd say, "Who is this?" And they tell you their name, and then they would tape it into something so they can create that voice with other words. I'm trying to figure right. it out. Yeah, yeah, that's basically you've got it. That's how AI works. It's pretty incredible. Um, and these deep fake videos where they actually pair together. They have this technology where they can type in what they want. It's AI-generated images, so they can type in a few words describing the image they want to be created, and based on the text and this technology, they can actually create images to back up their stories, their products, their lies, and we put a lot of information out there, right? 
We're on Instagram, mm-hmm. we're on Facebook. They can steal our audio of our voices and put that with our pictures that we've put on social media. Yeah, our answering machines, of course, too, yeah. Yeah, right. exactly. So now when I pick up the phone, I'm going to change my voice. <laughs> okay. Really throw them out. Say, ah, how you doing? <laughs> Let me take this call. Hi, WICH, you have a question for Kristen. Uh, yes, good afternoon. Uh, another uh, scam is the cable TV. They call up about, if you want to lower your cable uh, cable bill by $30, say you've got a $230 bill, you send them in $200, and that $200 is gone. It's like going to go on your cable bill. That's a scam because cable companies will not call you and ask you if you want to lower your bill by $30. That's the biggest one going on right now. Three times a month or four times a month, we get them calls. Thank you, sir. Cable calls. And, and yeah, another example of if, if you don't know the phone number, if you don't know who's calling you, don't even answer. Let it go to voicemail, and then you can decide whether or not you want to call them back. Well, there are some well-known uh, organizations that will never call you on the phone, so you'll know immediately it's not them? Government agencies. Oh, unless, government agencies. Unless you've signed up for that communication. We've seen a lot in the last few years and in the last few months, the um, with the education, with the um, you know the Biden administration, and I know this has gone back and forth with the decision as far as student loans and mm-hmm. the ten thousand dollar relief, right. and so scammers have really taken advantage of that. I actually talked to a woman yesterday mm-hmm. who um, graduated with her master's from UConn, and they she's got six figures worth of student loans, and they told her uh, fill out these forms. We're going to be able to help you reduce your debt to under ten thousand dollars, and. She filled out the forms with her social security number, her banking information, Ooh. and then and then she asked her mom and dad, and they actually looked it up on BBB, um, and said, uh-uh, you are not doing this. And there are a number of complaints and reviews against this company. Um, they had a D rating. And so uh, she luckily didn't give them any money. They also wanted to charge her a fee for, for doing this. And of you have course. to remember, if it's a free program, there's not going to be a fee. You, should, you don't need a middleman for a government program. You just go on that government website and you fill out the form yourself on the government website, not this third-party vendor. Uh, and we see that a lot, where these, these scammers come in and they're like, we're going to help you get this money from the government. No, you don't need another person's help. You just need to go on that government website and look it up yourself or pick up the phone and call that agency. That's a good one we didn't know about. That's that's great. Let me take this call. Hi, WICH. What's your question but, for Kristen? Um, well, I didn't get scammed because I'm t- t- smart for that. I'm not saying that I'm smart, but... Uh, one day I was outside in the yard, I came home, and then the um, the answer machine came out on my cell phone, and it said, and I just paid my bill, because I know better, my Eversource bill, and it said, um, hi, this is Eversource, um, due to insufficient funds, we're going to turn off your um, power at noon today, mm-hmm. effective today, and they said the date, and I'm like, I knew better that I just paid my bill, because I pay my bills on time, so... I, like a dummy, I looked at the phone number, and it was, like, so close. It's like um, something, 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 2,000, so it was weird. So I called it like a dummy, and, of course, they answered it. They don't answer the phone at, like, 2 in the afternoon. If you want to get a hold of Eversource, you got to call early, super early. They will pick up the phone. Uh, so the guy goes, well, would you still like to make a payment? I said, no, you don't understand. I paid my bill, and I know I paid my bill. And then I realized this isn't right, and I hung up. 
And then I looked in my contacts, like I should have done, and the number was so close, but it wasn't really Eversource. Um, okay, so, well, that's probably a common one. Thank you. And I, and I had a customer who worked for Eversource, and I called him. He said, just make sure that your next bill isn't jacked up. Um, and it, it was fine, but I'm, mm-hmm. like I said, young, and one of my other friends um, got scammed because she's an older lady, so she, she paid the bill again. So. All right, thank you for that. You get a lot of those, Kristen? We do, unfortunately, and it seems like every year we're putting out, and so it's Eversource putting out alerts to avoid these scams. You have to remember that they're going to, if you're in a situation where you can't pay your bill, they're going to offer you some different options. They're not just going to shut it off. Um, but these scammers are preying upon you because especially if it's in the wintertime when everyone, you know, obviously wants to stay warm and needs to keep the heat on or in the summertime when it's sweltering <clears throat> hot and you want to keep the air on, that's when these scams tend to pop up and rear their ugly heads, unfortunately. So what you want to do in those situations is instead of engaging with the person calling you, you want to pick up the phone and call Eversource. Look up the number two Eversource or whichever your utility company is that you're using and and talk to them directly, and they will tell you that it's a scam. And also be wary of people that knock on your door pretending to be with a utility company. They've gone as far as stealing uh, employee IDs to make it look like they're really with them. What you want to do if you answer that door is you want to say, hold on just a second, close the door, and call Eversource and say, All right, do you really have people in my neighborhood right now? Um, and that's really as far as you should should let it go. Yeah, they do. They knock on the door and say, "You know, I was just down uh, in uh, your neighbor, and they bought a bunch of our books." And you know, and then of course they that's not true. And uh, yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, and they'll they'll sell like phony services. Like we'll do an uh, an energy audit, and ever so we'll do an energy audit, but they're not going to send people door to door. They want you to contact them and set that appointment up. And you don't want to let a perfect stranger into your home and allow them to case your home to come back and steal from you. Um, they'll send, they'll sell you these services, they'll have you fill out forms, and, and then the, the, whatever you're, you're supposedly purchasing, the equipment that's going to help with your energy bill, it never shows up. You've given them your credit card information, they've charged you for this equipment that you're not going to get, and you've filled out forms with your personal information for financing possibly, uh, and now they have the, your banking information. You have to be really careful about who you give your personal information to. Let's take another call here. Why? Welcome to the program. Hi. Can't you just tell these people that uh, if you want to do business with me, drop it in the mail? Can't you do that? Of course you could do that, I guess. Yeah, of course. If that's <clears throat> if that's the way you want to be communicated with, then I would say, especially if someone is asking for a donation over the phone or someone's asking you to pay for something and they're pressuring you and not giving you time to do your own research first, that's a red flag. So in that case, I would definitely say stay, take a step back and say, I need to see this in writing. You can send it to you know my home. We're talking with Kristen Johnson, uh, Director of Communications at the Better Business Bureau. Uh, can you stay a few more minutes? Sure. Okay, got a lot of calls coming in. Hi, WICH. Good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. I have a question. I've got a problem that just came up on my phone. I got a message. It sounds like it's from Apple, but they want me to verify my password. They want me to go to settings in my, my phone to verify my Apple password ID. Now, do you think that's, that it sounds like a scam to me in order to get information? That smells scammy. They, they want her, uh, her password. Yeah, it sounds Why? like it. 
Did they call you or text message? I'm sorry, they they called you or they text? It's a message. I I can't even call out before before this message comes up. And when the message comes up, I have to... Now I'm, now I'm getting a beep. Now, when the message comes up, I have to put not now or um, go to settings. Mm-hmm. And now there's, a, now there's a beep coming up on my phone. I don't understand. My phone is charged. So uh, My best piece of advice would be to call Apple and have their tech people walk you through it. But look up the number to Apple. Do not call any numbers on any messages that mm-hmm. you've received if it's over a text message, because that could be a scam. But mm-hmm. it also sounds like it could be your actual phone asking you to put in your password. So I would call Apple just to be on the safe side and have them walk you through how to fix that. All right. Thank All you. Right. Thank Thanks you so much. Welcome. We don't want it to be a bad apple. So uh, <laughs> let me take a short break. We'll be right back with a today. couple of other questions for you. 89-5252, if you would like to uh, get in a question where they do a great job at the Better Business Bureau. You walk on it, play on it, <laughs> spill on it, and, well, you know. Your flooring takes a daily beating, and vacuuming and steam cleaning can only do so much. Sounds like it's time to get new flooring from Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. Clough, for all of your flooring needs, not just carpet. A huge selection of hardwoods, tile, vinyl, laminate, and area rugs. And Clough installs everything we sell, and stands behind our floors with the Carpet One Beautiful Guarantee. Clough offers the best service and knowledgeable staff that will be there for you every step of the way, helping you pick the right flooring for your needs and budget. Financing available for qualified buyers. You owe it to yourself to get a Clough quote today. You might be surprised how affordable new flooring can be. Get to Clough's. Family owned since 1972. Across from BJ's on Crossroads in Waterford. And at Clough Carpet One, Waterford.com. Clough Carpet One Floor and Home. The one-stop shop for your perfect floor. The sun is getting higher in the sky, and our lawns and gardens are coming back to life. It's time to get outside and help get things back in shape. Part of that is getting to the local garden center, hardware store, or nursery for the products and advice needed to help make things green again. Let Smith Acres help you create the garden of your dreams. Come to beautiful downtown Nyanic, and our veggie girls will give you great advice. Paired along with Farmer Joe's beautiful farm-grown annuals, perennials, herbs, and vegetables, it's a recipe for success. Come play in the dirt with us. Hides Home and Farm, 217 Trapano Avenue in Norwich. Stop by for all your lawn and gardening needs. Bulk soil, seeds, fertilizer, mulches, bagged coast of Maine, and black gold. Grab your pansies, tulips, and cold crops now. Spring is here and Burnett's Country Gardens is growing everything you need to make it blooming beautiful. We have southeastern Connecticut's largest selection of locally grown plant material. Shop fresh and beautiful on Route 85 in Salem. Your local businesses know what you need to turn April showers into May flowers. Shop local today. Kristen Johnson from the uh, Better Business Bureau. She's the Director of Communications. Uh, Kristen, when you're home and you get some of these wacko calls, you ever tempted to say, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> I, I, I get a lot of phone calls that say potential spam, so that helps. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just don't ever answer if I don't know the number. Yeah, that's right. I just, don't, I just don't. I don't even bother. I mean, the number of times I've gotten voicemail messages about something that doesn't pertain to me, such as the student loan scam. I mean, so many times they will say, we know you have, I don't have student loans. I never had student loans. And yet, you know, I get these messages all the time. You know, take advantage of this opportunity. I just ignore them. 
For a while there, I was getting a lot of calls in the caller ID and, and just see the word spam, which I thought was very nice, but I'm not seeing that anymore. Oh, really? I, I just saw it yesterday. Yeah, okay. So, I'm not... Uh, I, I thought, well, that's very neat. I don't even have to even walk by the phone. Right. So, well, yeah, uh, go My ahead. phone has um, a, a, an area code where sometimes I'll get... It'll be an international call, and it'll, it'll be I'm, it's just amazing, you know, that they... They think that someone's actually going to fall for that, but um, I, I don't answer those, obviously, either, because I don't know anyone in those other countries that are calling me. I watch TV, and I, I see these, uh, you know, they're looking for money from people, and you see all these poor children starving in Africa and the flies and all of that, and and I'm thinking, are these legitimate? How do you know which ones, uh, if they get on television or radio, are they pretty much checked out or not? I feel like they're more likely to be checked out than the internet. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. I mean, because it, the, the broadcast company that's putting them on, what I would hope would have them would have looked at it first before they allowed that to go on the air. Um, so I would trust that a lot more than anything I saw on the internet. Okay, you know, so those poor puppies that we see are probably legitimate. They really well, are hungry. What you need to do, like, that's the ASPCA, I believe, and Mm. you would want to do your research because even legitimate companies have complaints filed about them. So you still, that doesn't mean, you know, there's a difference between a scammer and a legitimate company that's maybe not um, doing business the way they should be or organization that's not doing, doing business the way it should be. And so that doesn't mean, just because it's not a scammer, that doesn't mean that you want to give your money to that organization. You still want to do your research. So I was getting emails from a, an auction place, which I'm familiar with and I wanted to, and now I'm getting all emails from dozens of them. And I guess unless you emphatically say you don't want it out, uh, they're going to give it to everybody? Is that how it works? Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of times we find ourselves uh, filling out forms with our email addresses, and then that company, you really have to look at the privacy settings because, Mm -hmm. or privacy policy, because it may, it will say in there whether or not they intend to sell your information to third-party companies. And then that company can sell your information to someone else, and pretty soon you're getting emails from all over the place that you never signed up for. Hmm. The only way to avoid it is to look up the privacy policy of that site before you hand over your email address. I really, uh, to the point, and I don't like this, I mean, I I like to give to some charities, but now, you know, who do I trust? I know I give to St. Jude's because I know they're very, very, very credible. But um, you have something also there, a better business to check on some of these charities? We do. It's an easy email. It's an easy website to remember. Give. Dot org. Just like we accredit businesses, we accredit charities. And they have to meet certain criteria in order to be accredited. And so if they want to be accredited, they have to go through this extensive evaluation and keep up with all of the different criteria. And then we put them on give.org, and you can learn more about each of those charities. Um, that's a really good way. You know, just like when you're giving money to a business, before you hand that money over, you want to do your research, the same goes for donations. You want to make sure that the money you're, you're giving is going to be used the way it's intended to be used. And so you want to make sure they're meeting those charity standards. And we have 20 charity standards, everything from board oversight to conflict of interest, um, their budget plan, 
complaints, donor privacy, website disclosure. If you go to give.org, you can read about all of them, and you can read about all of the accredited charities. And then when there is a natural disaster or another, um, something else that pops up will actually list those accredited charities that have boots on the ground in that region that will be able to get your donation to the people that need it the most the quickest. Because I like to know, naturally, if I'm giving $20, I don't want 18 going to something else and $2 going to what I wanted it to go to. So that's a good way to check it. That's good. And it's also important to remember that every charity is going to have some sort of cost associated. Even the credit card charge is going to have a, a service fee, right? So mm-hmm. if, a, if a charity claims 100% of your donation is going to that charity, um, that's a red flag because they're going to have some over, over overhead. Christian, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Is there anything else that I missed that's new in the horizon that we need to know about? Uh, one other thing I wanted to touch on briefly are these yo-yo car sales. Have you heard about these yet? Yo-yo car sales? Yes. So basically no. what happens is you buy a car, you go through the financing, and then a week later the the dealer calls you back and says the financing fell through. You need to either return the car or we need to refinance it. And it's always going to be at your loss. Well, Mm. if you've already given them your old car, what are you going to do? You really have no options. You need a car. So more than likely, you're going to go in there and you're going to refinance. And we're seeing this more and more. We saw um, there's a story out. uh, A couple in Florida had this happen to them. And what's really upsetting is that when they came back in, not only did they have to pay like 8% more, um, 8% higher interest rate, I should say, but they, the company had already sold their trade-in, but they didn't pay the loan off of it. So the, this couple also had to, for another year, had to pay off the loan of a car that they didn't have anymore. I mean, just... So crazy stuff what can like we that. do? What can we do to these dealerships so, that are doing that? So the federal government they actually um, took public comment on changing the law last year, and they're in mm-hmm. the midst of reviewing that comment. So hopefully the federal government's going to step in because we're seeing it more and more often that this is happening. Um, but one thing you want to do is you want to do your research. So go to bbb.org, find an accredited car dealer. Um, you want to determine your financing options ahead of time. Uh, obviously, you're going to visit the dealership. You want to make sure you visit it in person, take the car for a test drive. You want to negotiate the best rate, but realize that what happens in these situations is they'll give you a lower rate, and then they try to sell your loan to another auto lender, and they can't, and it's at that point then they call you back in because they need to revise the financing. So. You need to ask the dealer to work with you versus just returning the car or paying the higher rate. Um, You always want to use a secure payment method, and definitely look out for red flags. Um, You want to get everything in writing. I'm going to take one more call. Boy, this is fantastic stuff, uh, Kristen. Hi, WICH, your question. My question? Okay. All right, he's on another uh, zone there. That's okay. It's a pleasure to speak with you as always, and thanks for uh, sending all the updated information for you, for us. You're welcome. And uh, we'll speak again, and have a wonderful day, and you do a great job. Well, you know, as I said off the top, the scammers are always one step ahead, so the best way that we can protect ourselves is just to be educated and just to know what's happening and what's out there. And if you feel like you've been scammed or you want to look up a scam, just go to bbb.org slash 
scam tracker, and you can see what's happening in Connecticut right now. All right, my friend. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great rest of the week. You too. Stu Breyer with the WICH. We'll uh, get to some calls and other things in a moment. Norwich Pharmacy is now open at 77 Salem Turnpike, serving Norwich and neighboring towns. They are accepting all types of insurance. Former customers of Utley & Jones are encouraged to call or stop by for the same exceptional customer service. They're offering blister packaging for all prescriptions at no additional charge and vaccines without an appointment. They carry all kinds of medical supplies, offer a 20% discount for seniors and veterans with free home delivery. Go to Norwich pharmacy.com or call 860-383-2630. This portion of our program is an open topic. Uh, she does a great job, Kristen, at the Better Business Bureau. Hello, welcome. Is, I would like to talk. To, is she still there? No, i sorry. She left? Okay, we just had a, yeah. I keep getting this phone call and they tell me they're Medicare and I don't, they are, Medicare does not call you. Yeah, that's, a, that's going around big time, so I'm glad you mentioned it, yeah. Oh, is it going around big time? Well, mm-hmm. how could I get her off? How could I get him off this the telephone? I, Do you have any idea? Well, like you know, some you could just say no, thank you, and hang up. That's, that's it. I know, but I get it every single day. They, they really, call. It's, you know, I've got him once in a while, but not every day. Sooner or later, it. sooner or later, they're just going to give up. Okay. All right. You thank know? you very much. You're welcome. I get him okay. too. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Hi, welcome yeah. to the program. Hey, Stu, you there? I'm here. We had a guest. No, I know you have. Uh, is your guest still on? Uh, no. I, I want to call and tell her something. Oh, okay. I didn't know that you knew I it had a guest. It don't matter. Hey, Stu, I'm talking to you, brother. Listen, car dealerships and all this crap, you know, oh, T.J. Sally, you know, you guys that I can't hear you, Joe. I, I don't understand what you're saying. Are you listening to me? I'm trying to listen to you, but it sounds mumbled. I'm sorry. Yeah, because I had a fumble, and I I fumbled because I turned my stereo down. Listen, Sue. Hey, oh, we'll get you a better price than this and that. I bought five Ford F-150s in 40 years here in Norwich. Oh, I gotta go talk to the manager, T.J. Salvia. I'll make all bunch of liars. No, that, that's not true. There, you know, there are some that are good, and there's well, some that aren't good. So, Stu. All right. Well, I mean, you don't buy a car every year. No, I don't buy know? a car every year. I can't afford that. No. Right. So you know, it goes like six years, and I spent big dollars, brother man. Listen to me, and. I think it's a a farce, like you call it, a farce. It, it's ridiculous. And then we're talking about, like Susie, like talk about EVs. Hey, not on my not on my book, dude. I've been here forty three years. I'm about ready to go to Philly. I'll get another vehicle. It won't be electric. And TJ Okay, Joe. I gotta run. I gotta run, Joe. Thanks. Uh, welcome to the program, Stu. Yes. You know, uh, I get calls every day from med- from Medicare, they say. Mm-hmm. But I always tell them, I don't do business over the telephone. You'll have to uh, write me a note or something. And, and then I don't hear from them. But they call back the next day. 
and I don't know how to get rid of them. Well, they, they eventually will stop. I mean, I was getting, believe it or not, tons of calls from Block Island. Oh, wow. I have now Who would be calling me from Block Island? Yeah, I don't yeah. know anybody. That, yeah. But sooner or later, they just stop. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm not answering the phone anymore. Do you have caller ID? Uh, yes, I do. Okay, then you'll you'll see that familiar number and don't that's, answer it. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. And you have but, an you have but, an answering machine. Yes. Okay, then they'll stop. I, they will stop. They will stop. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm doing. The thing with them that if you open the door a crack. Yeah. You know, and start to uh, have a conversation with them. They're going to keep yeah. calling you. Oh yeah, because they think yes, they can they, reel you in. Uh, yeah, yeah. They they until they can get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Okay, still. It's terrible because you don't really know what's real and what isn't. You and if it isn't, you don't want to get in a lot of trouble. Well, I know Medicare doesn't call you on the mm-hmm. phone. They send you something in the mail. So that's that's what you should go by, of course. That's what I'm going by. But they will stop. They will. <laughs> Yep. I hope so. All right. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. They, who are they? Is that what all these people do? Try to rip off people. I wonder if they ever feel guilty. They wake up in the middle of the night and say, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Hi, this is Charlie. And Drew from ACDC Industrial Electric in Norwich. We wanted to take 60 seconds to remind you that spring is a time to schedule your generator preventive maintenance. Mother Nature has been unpredictable over the years, and it's best to be ahead of the game when it comes to your family's safety. Being proactive is something my father knows a lot about. He has been taking care of southeastern Connecticut and Rhode Island since 2007, and I am proud to be following in his footsteps every day. ACDC Industrial Electric strives to bring satisfaction to our customers, whether we are putting together a new Generac generator system for your home or servicing an existing generator. We'll take the time to get the job done right. That's right. And ACDC is not only the largest generator servicing dealer in eastern Connecticut and west of Leeward Island, but we also have the largest parts department. And if we don't have what you need in stock, we will get it fast. We are dedicated to keeping you and your family safe. And cool this summer. And we'll never leave you in the dark. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. We'll get to another call, 889-5252 is our number. The uh, partly to mostly sunny, breezy, high 60 today. Thursday, mostly cloudy, early, and then sunny, high 70. And the outlook for Friday, sunny and 84 degrees. We'll leave it at that. It's currently 52. Welcome to the program. I call back. I love Patty. Yeah, Joe, there's obviously something wrong with you today, buddy. Oh, Lordy. Wish we could help everybody do the best we can, but I'd like to hear from you. I still have a few more minutes, and if you have something you'd like to say, if you missed our interview earlier today, she just sounds like such a lovely lady. The granddaughter of Roy Rogers and Dale Evans has written a book about her memoir, Living with the Famous Cowboys. And if you get a chance, you can now, in addition to going to WICH.com and checking the podcast, you can also 
most of the time it works if you have Alexa and you could say Alexa play the Stu Breyer show and it'll come on <laughs> so yeah this is something new so most of the time it should work play the Stu Breyer show Alexa you have to say Alexa first and uh, you can hear some of the things you may have missed that interview with uh, Julie Rogers, the granddaughter of Roy Rogers and Dale Evans. What a delightful person she sounds like. Her book has just been released. And that's a book I want to get my hands on. Usually they get a promo copy to me prior to the interview, but it just came out. So I'm looking forward to getting that book. So, it's nine minutes till two. Boy, time flies when you're busy, busy. Tomorrow, Rob Simmons has a lot to say. He'll be joining me at 10. So listen to the Colonel, Rob Simmons. He's always uh, got updates on things that are going on in the country and also in Connecticut as well. So you want to be looking for that right after the 10 o'clock news. I think we should probably throw in a little comedy. You want to... Get a little comedy, or maybe you have your own jokes you would like to put in. We can do that for you. Got a lot of uh, different comedians that we've been uh, putting on the last six months or so. Here's a little bit by a comedian called Brad Upton. In mid-December, I was in downtown Seattle, and I came across one of those live nativity scenes, and I'd never seen one before. I go, oh, check it out, a live nativity scene. Look at there. That's a, uh, that's a, uh, that's a homeless encampment. All right. Where did they get a camel? I got a cheap hotel recently. I knew it was cheap. I wanted free parking, continental breakfast. That's all I needed. I went down to the lobby in the morning. There was a bucket of water, two raw potatoes. <laughs> I said to the guy that works, I go, uh, your website says there's a continental breakfast. He said, doesn't say which continent. <laughs> that is an excellent loophole, my friend. And it doesn't matter where I travel in the country. It doesn't matter where you go in the country. Highway construction everywhere. It just never ends. And this is what I know about highway construction. Could they bring the temporary cement walls in any closer to the edge of the highway? <laughs> like driving isn't hard enough. It's pouring down rain. It's pitch black. You're trying to follow that white line. The white line goes under the cement wall. <laughs> you ever see those skid marks go up the side of those walls? You there. I'm a habitual speeder. Anybody else habitual speeders? Where are my people? That's part of the problem right there. There's not enough of us. There's nothing wrong with traffic. We couldn't fix this with speed, folks. Let's go. You know how to make more water go through a hose? Turn it up faster. There's trouble merging in this country, too. Let me tell you how merging works. Listen up, listen carefully. I want you to take this with you tonight, okay? Here's how you merge. Ready for this? Speed up. You see how that works? Go faster. The term is merge, not wedge. Here's the all-American merge right here. 10, 20, 30, 40, 30, 20, 10. <laughs> 
if all the traffic's going 70, you don't come down the ramp at 50 and make a hole, you come down at 80 and find one. <laughs> yeah. Be a team player. Everybody cheers that, no one ever does it. Let me tell you how you get off the highway. Exit, then brake. It's not brake exit, it's exit brake. That works best for all of us. How many of you here uh, suck at driving? How many of you suck at driving? I need, I need to see more hands. Way more hands. I need to see way more hands. A couple of you are honest. Uh, a couple of you, the rest of you, you don't understand. Here's a traffic scenario I'd like to ask you about. Oncoming traffic, well, you need to make a left through the oncoming traffic. How much room do some of you need? You only have to miss the bumper of the car that just went past. Some of you apparently need to see the horizon. I've, making a, I've made a left out of the second position many times in my life before. I'm like, okay, he, he could have gone there. He could have gone there. Could have gone there. He's not going here. I am. Boom. Right there. Yeah. I got places to go. And who put in all these traffic circles and didn't tell anybody how they work? That circle doesn't have to be empty for you to enter it. There just has to be enough room for you to fit. Pick out a hole and hit that thing like an NFL running back. If you've ever driven up to a traffic circle and stopped, I want you to go home tonight, lay down your keys, and never ever pick them up ever, ever again. I told you, I'm, I'm always speeding. I'm 15 over when I'm early. I don't know what it is. I just think if gamblers could attribute their problem to a disease, I should be able to plead the same thing, don't you? <laughs> Please, Your Honor, don't find me. I'm just going to speed again. I need treatment. <laughs> you ever been on a two-lane highway, seen an RV, 10 or 12 cars stacked up behind it? Nobody can pass. One guy, some psycho guy, goes nuts. <laughs> From the back of the pack, passes the whole row. You ever see that? I'm that guy. <laughs> Nobody else has any guts. I'll do it. See you suckers later. I think passing's a lost art form. I can pass on a two-lane bridge with a school bus coming at me, no problem. It's a question of three things. Heart, commitment, horsepower. That's the other one. You don't want to pass in that smart car. <laughs> feel very smart right now. <laughs> Please drive carefully. That's Brian Upton with his uh, comedy routine about drivers and uh, some of the things we see on the road. I'm going to leave you with a happy song. For those of you who maybe get the blues once in a while, there's something you can do. Just look in the, look in the mirror and say, Oh, bloody, oh, blada. Life goes on, blah. <laughs> Happy little tune by the Beatles to take you to two o'clock.
again tomorrow. Goodbye. <laughs> Tomorrow, Rob Simmons will be my guest at 10 o'clock, then we'll have some open lines. Please be kind to each other. And we'll be an, and be an honorable person. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 Norwich, 94.5 FM, W233.